What's up, beautiful people? I'm Nathaniel Pearl. And I'm Sam Sheva. And welcome to Curious Chimps Podcast, a show where we explore the infinite complexities of the human experience. We do not endorse anything illegal. So please, consult the doctors, do your research, and for the love of all that is holy, be safe. All right, let's talk about drugs. Curious, curious, curious chimps. That was uh, when I first met you, man, manifesting your reality. Yeah. Talking about the oranges. The oranges, man. And then after I came up with my fucking orange hat. (laughs) It's funny he mentioned that because he has like extra lemons and he was going to give me some and I forgot. And then I'm walking home and or like to the metro and I see a lemon on the floor and I send it to him. Like, dude, I forgot the lemons. He goes, dude, it's like Johnny with the oranges. (laughs) And I just I did not think of that at all. But it was it was perfect. Yeah. I, I guess we're starting. So yeah, we're oh, we started, started bro. Yeah. Boom. I'm into. We this. started with the dicks thing. What, uh, like way back. Like with which it. way do you go? Yeah. Which yeah. way do you fly? Keep that in there, bro. What did <laughs> I do? It. Which side does it flop on? Yeah. <laughs> if you if you peed your if you peed yourself, which leg would it go down? That's my favorite <laughs> one. So Johnny, I don't know what you've been up to lately. I know you were. The most I know is you were up north for a while, but I don't know. I did. I did. I was. Uh, I was in Inuvut again, man. I went. Uh, yeah. I went back and. Uh, I promised myself last time I wouldn't go back. And I realized by going this time, why was it that I said that? And I had this, this fucking um, disgusting feeling for like three weeks of why, but then I had to just like push through and just go through. Mm. Yeah, man, it was, uh, it was special. This time it was more of a... It was more of a work on myself camp. I don't know how to... like. Yeah. I, I called it the concentration, no known concentration camp, just because <laughs> I had to concentrate, not in like because the literal term. Not be, yes, <laughs> yeah. the literal term, not the suffering. I just got to feel like that's that easy to remember. That yeah, I, I wonder why. I think it's a butchered term, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can't use that anymore. Solitude, though. Solitude, a lot yeah. of solitude, and, yeah. I, and I wanted that because knowing where I lived, I lived with 20 people. And I'm I'm used to living with my girlfriend alone with my cat, you know, yeah. so it's different. It, it's It's definitely a shock when you live with 20 people. So I noticed that from the the elders of where I worked, those who go there back and forth, that they just stay alone. Mm. They just go into solitude mode and don't f- socialize as much, you know? And that's what I did. It worked. Mm. It worked for a while. But then and you have to socialize at some point. You know? Yeah. I mean, I think it's like a... It's like a threshold kind of thing. It's like it's needed, so you experience that solitude, but then... That solitude is not your home base. It's just like what w- it's like. Sometimes you go down the extreme of like too much activity, too much socialization, too much stimulus, and then you have to kind of do the opposite. Just isolate, just be with yourself, and then you kind of recalibrate back to okay, it's ready to start to hang out with people again, to be in party groups. Yeah, you know. The thing is, when you're over there, you're kind of calculating your your energy, man. How you're gonna spend your energy because every single moment is very important how you deal with it. And I was calibrating that exactly, my energy, how I was going to deal with it. Because any any little story over there is going to just bring you down. And when it brings you down, you get tired and you're working 67 hours a week. So you don't want to be tired and you don't want to be drained because if you're drained, then it's a cycle. 
Mm. It's like a vicious cycle of bullshit that never ends. Why every little thing brings you down? Because like there's not much else happening. There's like no, nothing happening over there. It's a small town. Like everyone knows town, every each other, and you yeah. live with the twenty same people. Because so just one little thing. Uh, I can't give you an example. I would. I don't want to. Like I know what you mean, though. Like yeah. everything bounces around and stays for a long time. Yeah. There's exactly. not. There's not enough to to say like what's next or or just kind of you know clear the air or whatever. Yeah. And everyone feels that way, so you're getting all that feedback also. That and and uh, and a lot of uh, your 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 personalities coming out, and then you everybody's like happy in the beginning because they're there, they're they're there to make money, yeah. they're meeting sure. new people, so they have that new facade of of people like hi i'm a, i just met you i'm a good person this that yeah and All then with bullshit. time yeah exactly <laughs> it's bullshit yeah. because at, at, at afterwards you realize oh shit like you're not the person that you said you were when you came mm. in but the vibes never lie yeah. and I, I i i kind of stick to that i stuck to like feeling people's vibes and if i would uh, if i would enjoy it and I, I had a blast man Although that happened, although this energy thing, I was keeping it at a minimum. I had a blast meeting new people and new energies, and I was trying to help as many people as I could. Nice, yeah. I, I th- <laughs> vibes are real, man. Like they when you lie, sense man. it from someone, you like you get this kind of feeling. It's not even a judgment; it's just an energy thing. Yeah. And I mean, at first you're you're meeting everyone, so you might have a weird vibe, but you're living with the person, so it's like, you know, you say hi, how's it going, and then you start to slowly see what you felt play out. You know, um, and I've 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 felt it from from someone over there. I just the moment <laughs> I met him, it didn't click, oh and yeah. I didn't know why. And and after that, I I kind of had these recurring dreams of like this guy being the opposite of me, me trying to do good, and this uh, this 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 guy trying to do bad. Mm. And I was like having these dreams of even him being the devil, mm. like looking through my soul and, and trying to convince me that I'm wrong. It's like I saw a quote that said, "Like this person is uh, a a person who's trying to pull out the monster in you is actually the monster himself," which is exactly what this guy was doing. He was trying to pull out every single bad. Everybody has a bad side. Mm. Everybody can be an asshole if they want. Everybody can be a fuckhead. Are you trying to be a better person or not? And I was trying to do good, like I'm always like I'm pushing towards that, but it, it kind of checked me into reality. Mm. And I even ask myself, am I a good person or, or, or am I faking this? Am I faking me being a good person? But I got signs here and there, man. I got like weird fucking signs coming in. Like, uh, again, you guys know I'm, I'm fucking crazy with the oranges. So I got these, these weird signs coming in. And I don't know if you saw the movie Cloud Atlas. No, I mean it's, it. it's a movie about reincarnation. And the, the person who reincarnates in different times in history has this birthmark of uh it's like a shooting star i think i i told you this and i've seen it yeah that dude, this movie's movie. amazing amazing and and i actually over there i was working and it was so cold yeah. that i was putting a lock back but i didn't have gloves so i was trying to do it like ah because it's fucking so cold that it's hot right you can't touch mm-hmm. it yeah. and i burnt myself with it and it actually give the imprint of that oh, damn. of shooting that star. shooting star <laughs> and i'm like I yeah. just looked up and said thanks to to my sister. I like I talked to her and I say thanks so much. Mm. And, and I, I, I was kind of the sign that I needed just to refocus back on on yeah. what you. These things show up, man. These signs, you know, like yeah. sometimes in the most subtle way. And uh, I had a sign recently. I just can't remember what it was, but it was right before ceremony, and it's just like. Uh, like it was like a little reminder, you know. Yeah. And you know, they could be nothing. They could just be your mind finding a way to rationalize what you've 
the unconscious was thinking and it brings it to the surface. Whatever it is, it's it's nice to have these kind of moments that are just like check checkpoints, you know. If it works, th- it works. I right? think it's all three. I think sometimes you're you're just picking up on something uh, coincidentally. I think sometimes there's everything all the time is kind of coming at you, and then you're you're you you're filtering out what you what you've been thinking about or what's been on your mind, consciously or unconsciously. And then I think the third thing is legit. Sometimes the universe comes out and fucking slaps you in the face. Yeah. Like <laughs> I've just seen it too many times in my yeah. life where it's like, hey, this is like a clear like coincidence is just not the word, you know. And it's like you can say whatever about. It, it might fall in those first two categories still, you know, but at the end of the day, you're you're having an experience and then how you interpret that and how you use it. You don't have to go and preach like, yeah, yeah, the universe is some kind of magical uh, consciousness that is talking to me directly. And you have like, you know, if someone doesn't understand or, or play with these ideas, they're going to mm, think you're yeah, fucking nuts. Exactly. So what? there's no point in defending it, but yeah. it's really just what you do with the information. Uh, it's uh, I, I just exactly. want... You can't, you try, don't you can't waste try to time. convince people of yeah, this. Yeah. If they don't, like someone explained to me over there, like, uh, if you don't have the tools to deal with it, if the person doesn't have the tools to deal with it, they won't be able to deal with it. You can't mm. see it. If you, you don't, if you don't understand something first, you won't be able to see it. And yeah. that's kind of what we're talking about. Mm. You start having these new ways of thinking, and you and the universe starts talking to you mm. in a new way. Yeah. So it's it's all kind. It's all the same idea. It's like you're you're you, if you don't line up to it, you're not listen. gonna basically. Yeah. You have to be listening, and you, you one way or the other. Yeah, you have to. You got to pick up on it. Yeah, you have to pick up on what you want, and when you go towards that, it's it's just gonna come to you with these little signs. This these people you mm-hmm. meet. Sometimes it's just people. I've I've done this in my life many times where I've asked like I want to be with uh, surrounded by musicians. I want to jam. I want to, and two weeks later. What do you know? I'm I'm fucking jamming with people and having a good time and I'm smiling again on the guitar and just having a good time. So, yeah. I think you're right though, Sammy. It's all those combined. Yes. Sorry. (laughs) 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 It's all those combined because those, like, he had that mindset, I wanted to to jam with musicians, right? Mm. So then there's subtle things in your life that are shifting into that direction, consciously, unconsciously, but that's the direction you're kind of heading because it's like, it's a real want. So you're manifesting it energetically, but also in your decisions. And then the end goal is that. So it's like all these metaphysical, physical things are all coming into play. And that's important too, what you just said, the decisions you take. Yes. Because uh, I, I went over there to Nunavut to make money. I'm not going to lie about it. I, just, I went there for a goal, a monetary goal. And you know what? I had a, an amount in my head, which was whatever. When I start to work and realize what am I going to spend, what am I going to do with this, that, I start to, to a more realistic amount. And then I realized that the choice that I made was to be in that position, to work and sacrifice a lot to be in a position. So that choices you're saying is the work you have to do. The, you have yeah. to put in work. It doesn't come out of nowhere. And I'll tell you something. I, 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 I came in $400, $400 short of the amount that was supposed to come. So it worked for me. It worked. Yeah. It just, but I, I realized that it. I can't just imagine and say, "Hey, I want this amount of money, and it's gonna come." No, you have to fucking work. Put, put the work. Put the energy towards that, and it. Yes, it will work. A lot of people forget that detail. Mm. It's, you know? it's important, man. I always, I've said this a million times. I'm sure you've both heard me say it. It's a quote from Picasso: "Inspiration exists, but it must find you working." So it's like yeah. this, this I act like of that. working. Yeah, I love 
Yeah, like it tu- you're tuning yourself, your life, your your body and mind, whatever, your your something, the room you're in, the the desk where you work, it all takes the shape of what can accept the inspiration. So if you can transpose it to what you're talking about. Yeah. And it's funny because it makes me think about like manifestation in in this kind of more general or very spiritual and almost magical sense where it's like there is um you know, as you get let's say better at it i feel like i can talk to people there's two there's two uh camps if you will um that's concentration camp thing came in my head (laughs) (laughs) there's two two again literally yeah Yeah. yeah there's two there's two camps there's two schools where it's like you you start just in terms of making goals especially if you're someone who's not good at it or used to it yet it's good to start bringing a lot of realism into that, like you were talking about. As you went into the situation, you shaped it more to reality, and then manifestation becomes more like easier and more attainable. So then it's like the other camp is like, no, man, ask and receive. Like the the world, the universe, whatever is listening, and, and it's about intentionality, and it's about blah, 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 but it's like, I know, but I make that face too because mm-hmm. I've, we haven't seen it, but as we go, we are seeing it more and more. But it's because we're putting in the work. Because of the choices we're taking. It's all, yeah. And then it comes back to the choice. Yeah, yeah. It's, all, it's this triangle of like, you need to do stuff. You can't just sit on your ass and things will come to you. No, but that's what they're trying to sell now. They're trying mm. to sell these books like The Secret. Well, oh, just think about a manifest. Well, now it's like old yeah, at this old, point. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no. You saw the Dave Chappelle bit on that yeah. one? <laughs> the mashed potatoes? Just he's think of some mashed potatoes. He's like, he's like the secret, my fucking secret. He's like, go to starve a kid in Africa and be like, you just need to visualize some mashed potatoes and gravy. Ah, bitch, you're <laughs> killing me. He's like, stop, you're killing me. <laughs> I butchered it, but it's everyone Google uh, Dave Chappelle's bit on the secret. It's it's such a classic. You know, there, he, there's a line, bro. Like a like uh, I think it was Sadhguru who said like, don't give enlightenment to a starving like a starving person. It's like it's cruel. So it's like yeah. it's like a funnier way of saying that. It's like, yo, I'm busy, man. I'm trying to live. I'm trying to survive, and you're telling me to live in this higher chakra and shit. And it's like, no, man. I'm 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 building. You're trying to tell me to build a mansion. Uh, yeah, on had, on uh, on water experience. on sand. You know, yeah. it's like you're you're doing it backwards. This guy uh, this guy on the internet was asking for money, and I would just went up to him and I start finding solutions around, and I can give you some books that is gonna. This guy like just no, wanted money. Yeah, he just wanted money, and and after a month, he kind of I I think he faked it to like get to me, mm. like and maybe get me to to, to feel to bad o- and to feel bad and give in, and he said okay I'll buy the books and blah blah, blah. and he started asking around and I saw it he started asking around and these people oh yeah I have this book this book is amazing these people in Africa actually were telling him that this book was uh, rich dad poor dad which just opens up your mind on how how it's to how to change your mind on 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 money wise right. It's not even a, a thing that's gonna give you money. It's just gonna open up your, your ideas. And so he started looking into that. And I bet at the end he says like, "Yo, dude, I no, do you have money? Like, I just mm. can't. I couldn't continue this relationship because it was like a fake, like kind of." It's hard, man, to yeah. get out of those limiting beliefs. Yeah, when you you're born into them. Yeah, but limiting beliefs—that's the key word, and that's why there is a value in having books like The Secret because. If you don't take it in the full literal sense and you kind of take the abstract behind it, setting up an idea or a goal that you want to manifest is breaking those limitations of those beliefs. So if you're in this box where you feel like a loser and this is your life and you're stuck in this category, but then you read this book or you just you come across like the right kind of person that says, no, you just got to believe and think about mm-hmm. what you want. 
and then take action towards it. Like the right advice, not just the one aspect of thinking of what you want. Like that's step one. You visualize your goal and then you take the steps in getting there. So, but by doing that, it puts you outside of your box into where you could be and that creates potential. Mm-hmm. And when you have potential, that's like a fucking, like a fuel behind your ass that can help you forward. Yeah. You know, and it's sometimes you feel stuck, man, and just the right thing comes your way, and you just you can see yourself becoming something else, and that can like get a lot of people out of it. This is like that cacophony shit that we always used to talk about. Mm. You know, like you 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 know a lot of times, unfortunately, it's tragedy for people in their lives. But like you can be you can have something strange happen just in your day, or something funny, or just something new that might not necessarily be be bad in your life. You know, like uh, I don't know. I don't know, like, I don't know, COVID, like, I don't know, like a lot of people didn't suffer, you know, it's just, it was just weird, mm. you know, yeah. a lot of people did whatever, I don't you know, that's, that's another conversation, but the, the Please, just the, yes. yeah, just the idea <laughs> that your life gets shooken up a little, and then like, uh, you said it perfect, I, I, that was Paul Selig books, they don't, they don't stop talking about that, they talk about this, it's like, you're trying to go, you're trying to say no to the past as a way to live, because it's mm. just information, it's not happening anymore, you continuing that is your choice, mm. and that's locking in potential, literally you're just like shooting yourself in the foot and it's like you That's release it. that potential and, and now it's like you have all this life clay in yeah. shape go ahead no Sorry. because it, th- when you have that sense and you're stuck in that and you don't think there's potential you're kind of feeding this box and it's getting stronger and stronger and then when you start to understand that there is potential you're poking holes at that box and look i went through some shit in the past few months i don't talk about a lot of stuff but um you're like a vault, bro. Yeah, <laughs> it is. And it serves vault. me and it also serves against me. So it's just something I work with. You know, I keep everything in it and I internalize it. But I was walking down the street with Lily like a week ago, I think. Uh, no, right after ceremony. And I was, I had a dialogue with myself and it was like, okay, are you happy right now? And then I was answering it. I'm like, no. Okay, so how could you be happier? I started asking myself these kind of like, not who I am, but like a solution to what I'm feeling. Like, if you can visualize a solution, a solution, how would it look? You were asking mind-opening questions. Yes. Like questions and that would, would oblige you to actually have an answer, to open up another answer and another answer, and then you, exactly. you go deeper. Yeah. Literally then reaching outside the box. Yeah. Like yes. Yeah. And that's when you do that, I say, okay, I'm not that happy right now. Okay, so why are you not happy? Okay, why do you do this habit? Oh, because of this. Is it really because of that or why? And then if you change the habit, how would your life look? So then I'm just like, oh, shit. And so they had all these crazy systematic questions. Yeah, yeah. It just and it, uh, it might have been the ayahuasca just lingering inside, you I'm know. Sure, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it helps. Yeah, and then so much growth happened in that 30-minute walk with Lily because now I'm visualizing this Nate in a different box with the potential behind it of all those questions answered and where he'll be. And it was just like, oh fuck, that could exist. You can do that. And sometimes you just get stuck in your own mind. Oh, I and get your stuck in fear, man. I was yeah. I was watching comedians talk yesterday, and I, like I pictured myself. And, hey, why not? You know, why not try that? And I, w- I was like, the fear came in. I just mm. started thinking of what could go wrong, and it was why, why? As a musician, I don't like. I don't think that. I think like, oh, let's let's push through. Let's go. Let's go on stage and fucking play music in front of people because that's why I love. And then, but when it's the unknown, I, I, f- I feel like it's just fear comes in. The whatnots are easier to find than the, the pleasures behind it because you haven't felt it in some sense. Yeah, that Ido Portal mentality, man, of, of get 
get to the thing, get to the bad, get to the thing where you suck. As soon yeah. as you're good at something, let it go and, and move on. I mean, you know, not not every time, obviously, if you want to reach, like, levels of mastery. Yeah. I, I remember uh, Max is probably listening. Um, What's up, Max? Max, we love you. Um, he, he just told me this once, and it blew my mind. But I was talking about, like, you know, the, the fear of starting something. And he just said, he just, like... Without hesitating, just went, starting anything sucks. Mm. Yeah, fuck Like, in one sentence, in three words, he said, yeah, you should feel that way, but also you shouldn't stop yourself from doing anything ever. Like, this is a universal thing. Yeah. So, but it's, but I, you know, I've seen you start shit and be not, or like, you know, not let the fear stop you, but everyone goes through that, I guess. You just, and when something's new and the more you care, the more you admire the people who do it, the worse you're gonna, the the more resistance there is. Oh, it's bad. It's a game, dude. It's a it's a it's a finger I, trap. I, I was over there and I I dealt with a guy. I think, well, I think I, I'm, he came from some prestigious fucking university and in, in music. Mm. And I sat down for like the month month and a half that I was there. Everybody would like listen to me because I was I would play my guitar on Sunday nights. It was my day off. I would play guitar. And finally, this guy, I met him through, I went to do a delivery at his house and, and then uh, at his work. And then hey, I play guitar, too. And then we started talking. And oh yeah, you should come over. So, OK, I, I just go over his house and he lends me his Strat. We started playing, dude. And I'm just thinking I'm good, man. And then he comes in with his skills. And I just <laughs> open mouth, just looking at him like, oh, God. I And it hit my pride like real hard. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, you need some. Go 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 work, mm. go do your homework, and I I went home. I played a little bit, and then I was like really bummed out. But then I asked, him, "Why am I bummed out? This is a good, good lesson. Work hard, mm. and you'll get to that level. And that's what people I think forget. You, that's necessary, man. That's necessary to be like yeah. punched in the face by life with other people's skills. It's very important. I think it's also important to change your relationship with how you go about that. So if that like. That's what I love about martial arts is because when you're the best in the room, it's either time to switch rooms or switch teams or whatever. Because And in jiu-jitsu, for example, it's so hard to be the best because everyone's coming at you and everyone's just getting better. But when you're constantly getting beaten down, whether it's in music, you see someone's better than you, it just smashes your ego down. It's equivalent to someone just defeating you, right? It's the same feeling. But if you can switch the lens to like inspiration and motivation... It amplifies your everything you do because now instead of taking it in as a pain, it comes in as fuel. Yeah, you know, and yeah. it's and, and information. Yeah, you're learning. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then now your brain is moving in all these new patterns. You're literally out of that box into a new box. Yeah, and it you gets have to take it as a lesson. Yes, everything. I I I, that's yeah. I I I won't say it enough in my life, and people who heard me say that everything is a lesson. Mm. Everything. That's I hard. think the I think the resistance for me personally. Uh, it's it's guilt because it's like accumulation of uh, the times I knew I should have been practicing or something like that. You know, you're like you're like I could have been better now. I wouldn't have had to feel this moment of like ego challenge. You know, yeah. so and then it's, it's and then focusing on that guilt, you you it's literally the energy you should be taking to practice and to learn from this person who's better than you. You know, it's like when people say like people who are confident don't think about confidence. They just are, 
You know, it's you're not thinking, okay, I lost, or like, okay, like how how can I win this? You just switch the narrative to like, wow, that guy's really good. What is he doing? Yeah. What is that? Yeah. And well, you, you have you that choice curious. again. You have that choice of of switching to that or not. Yeah, but I think that do, guilt man. is also a form of limiting beliefs. You know, it's totally a, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, human, a choice. Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. Yeah, just yeah, like yeah. you said, you just it's, you it's can literally jump into yeah. another box or jump out of that box or whatever. It's, it's just weird how we we do that. Those we react to that directly. What is the evolutionary purpose of that? I try to figure out that negative voice we all have. What is it serving? What is that? I think it's a, d- a faulty mechanism. <laughs> I don't think it's faulty at all. I think it's part of the process that you have to go through darkness to find the light. So if you go through that darkness and find, the, okay, this is, wow, this is hard for me. And then wait, how can I learn from this? Then you, you go through the darkness real quick and you get out and then you learn something from it. It comes down to the lesson again. It's not a faulty. So you think it's we evolved? It's, it's to make you realize shit. You think we evolved with that kind of negative like that. background voice our whole evolution? Because if now, you think now about it's it, it's more of a society thing, right? Mm. How can you use that but into social, a, 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 yeah. a like prehistoric way? Is is the question? But we were social from the start, tribal, and and you know, it's always the those examples of one chimp, one monkey decided to just go a little bit further on the branch grab the fruit and t- and the other ones didn't and then he got the mating from the females and that's how it kind of progressed those genes and it's right. just like we all push the needles forward so maybe that voice i don't know the evolutionary purpose behind it i don't know how it developed but i think it it's there for us to overcome you know what i mean it's yeah. it's there to help us give Over- us that yeah, desire yeah, yeah, to yeah. propel forward it's it's yeah, yeah. you know what i mean i it's never thought about it like in in in, in like our evolutionary well, yeah, stance, like we're we're yeah. Because I was thinking about it since ceremony that we all have these negative narratives in our mind. It's just like our go-to almost from everyone. Everyone talks about their internal critic is like the worst critic. I haven't met someone who said they're super kind to themselves in their mind, and if they are, they're lying. Nah, you know, so there has to be a reason why that lies carried, to deceive. Yeah, there has to be a reason why that carried with us, and I think it's just like social beings. We're just hard on ourselves to propel us to 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 take that next step forward. I do. I mean, that's why I like. I totally agree with you. I take back what I said. I don't. I don't see it as faulty anymore. You know, it's it's a it's a an avenue for growth. But I do feel like it clashes with society. Like I have these pre. I have these boxes I'm playing with already, thinking about it. And there is this idea that we're social, and and there's this deep evolutionary need to be accepted. So, yeah. one way or the other, we internalize. You know, this is a, this is an obvious thing for people as well that that in general we internalize negativity more because we have this kind of protective um, instinct. So it's like you know if you you'll remember like where you found the food or the water or whatever, but you will never forget where the lion attacked you or whatever the fuck. Like mm-hmm. trauma, there's no good side of trauma in that sense. There is catharsis from trauma, but there isn't like this deep ingrained memory of of the good things. And I kind of experienced that in my life as well. It's it's like it's, but maybe this is a self-fulfilling prophecy. I don't know. I don't know the potential of humanity, and I'm not a fucking evolutionary biologist or whatever. But there is this language as well, you know, just this this like uh, taught way of thinking and being that is a huge box, I think, for everybody. And there's a lot of parts of the world maybe where it's it's very it's very different or less, and there's people rarely very rarely 
who are not so much like that. And one way or the other, even if they're not their worst critic, they still have darkness in their life that they have to go through that's going to help them yeah, grow. For sure, for sure. So that's just ubiquitous. Like, you're so on point with that. But I read from, from sorry, I, I read from uh, a, a, a psychologist that that internal voice where we always punish ourselves is actually comes from our parents who told us, no, when, when we did something wrong mm. or we did, well, it depends who, who raised you, but, like, who raised you? <laughs> like if you did something wrong or good they, they would punish you or you know what I mean yeah. and then you would internalize that voice when you do something bad you ah oh, you're such an idiot that's the mm. first line that comes out yeah and y you'll even catch me saying that and some guy over there told me no 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 man you're not an idiot you made a mistake recalculate yeah like, it's like whoa don't be so harsh yeah, exactly, man like, exactly. like, you're, like you're talking but you don't realize you're listening yeah you know like your body your mind like you're talking to yourself and exactly a lot of people uh, Sorry, I didn't want to... No, 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 go, go ahead. I was just going to say, because, you know, it's not to blame our parents. Everyone's doing the best they can one way or the other. You know, you have to see it that way eventually. But uh, some people are just more sensitive than others. You yeah. know, I look at my family and I see how they, they had to figure it out with my brother. And my brother's a tough dude, like, just naturally. Not, not to take away from his effort and his ability to learn, but he does have, like, that edge, let's say, or that characteristic. Whereas I internalize shit. So whatever they did with my brother, they tried with me and it and it you know whatever uh let's just say that fucked me up i'll just be general about again not to blame yeah, they my tried parents. something with your brother and then they realized you they, they didn't realize you weren't the same person and then they tried the Even same thing if they did i would have found i would have internalized any little thing where it's like hey can you stop playing the piano I, i'm i'm taking a nap or something and it's mm. and i would i in my head i would be like oh, I suck, and, like, they don't want me to play the piano. Like, like, yeah. Just to give you an exaggerated, like, it's the, it's so dependent on the person as well. Like, you just can't win. You can't win. I just wanted to you throw that no, side No, but that's note. perfect because you, you can't win. And as an individual, as a human being, we learn from that. We grow from that. I think I, I was listening to your podcast. It was about your, your mom telling you to tie your shoe when you were the last one to learn how to tie your shoe, and, and it, that fucked you up. But it's, it's part of your personality. It's part of who you are today, Nate, and... If, with that in mind, you grew with that, and but that's w that's exactly it, and that's what I'm wondering: is that mechanism can be used to propel yourself forward? Absolutely, I believe it. What else I can honestly? Yeah. Like if so you, then that's yeah. the that's what I'm seeing it as almost an evolutionary purpose is to help you excel if you accept. If you but that's your journey. That's the journey is to overcome a lot the, of your people inner are sleeping, demons. man. A lot of people are. This is kind of evolution in real time. I see what you're saying. That's what I'm trying to say yeah. is that you have these kind of internal dialogues that are pulling you down. The demons inside you, we call it. A yeah. lot of people call, oh, he's like David Goggins. Sometimes you need to use extreme examples, like extreme people, for to demonstrate how the example actually how it works because the extreme is oh, but on, the works, by the on the scale. By right? the way, that that David Goggins book, I, yeah, I yeah. read three quarters of it. Yeah, I went running. And I did 6K, bro. I never <laughs> done more than 3K in my 4K, yeah. I think, in my it's life. It's a channel, man. You're just channeling his energy. You hear the voice yeah. talking to you. Why are you doing this? Yeah. Well, you can stop now. You're tired. No, fuck you. I continue. I continue. I continue. And I did 6K, bro. I'm like, whoa. That's it. But you see, he also has some crazy demons he talks about. Absolutely, like his father but it propels him. Yeah. yeah his his father used to beat him, beat him and yeah. stuff. And look what he's accomplished. But that that's what I feel like this journey is, is a lot of it is the undoing and untangling of of conditioning that thing you said dude i'm sorry i'm bringing <laughs> like i'm fan number one like i love it let's go hey yeah, uh, I, I, gotta, I, I love that episode <laughs> where uh you're talking about the trees and the choices and then you had to untangle yes. f dude i love that because it made so much sense yeah, that was from my uh, first ayahuasca experience Fuck. seeing my life spread out in in vines of a tree 
and each knot and tangle was a choice a that tr- you a made, choice or a trauma or a moment where Dude. I, I, it kind of wasn't clear, and it kind of pulled the whole web of branches. So I had to untangle each knot, and then the branches just opened up, and like, just felt like it uh, healed a lot. Amazing. Man. Yeah, that's amazing. That's what's so crazy about this experience is we're a product of all our choices, man. And we're the product of all our choices and all everyone's choices, you know? Yeah, <coughs> we have to deal with that. We Karma. have to deal with yeah, it's action. Yeah. It's funny because I always see it as like there's this attention and then there's time and the and the choices. So it's like you're uh, when you're a kid, it's like your attention is all over the place or like kind of doesn't move. Like your acceptance... And your ability to recontextualize your past. Like, none of this stuff exists when you're younger. Mm. So, you're just going through all this momentum. And then it's like your attention catches up. And you're, you're, you're starting to see and understand and accept your choices and even recontextualize them. So that you're undoing these knots. You're not carrying them in your life mm. anymore. Or if you are, they're, they're, f- they're fuel. Or you're, you're in one way or another, you're integrating them, accepting them, whatever words you want to use. And then it's like it starts getting further. You start. You catch up with yourself in that sense. So you you start. You stop creating karma. You stop um, like perpetuating those uh, those patterns. Because it's like when you trip on something, you, when you come back around, if you didn't undo that knot, you're gonna trip on it again. So oh. you kind of you have to keep learning that lesson. Oh, yes. Like like oh, we keep yes. saying. Yeah. So when you, when you finally start undoing enough of them, you can you catch up. Like I keep saying, and like you start. I'm I'm only just getting to this now, so I don't even know what I'm talking about. But I feel like as I make better choices and understand myself and my past better, I have more access and control, air quotes, big air quotes, big fucking asterisk, but like uh, on my present moment, more control, more uh, ability to innovate and to and to manipulate. It's, it's funny you pull and you that start uh, gérer, you start guiding your your future. That's th- but that's wisdom. What you're what you're dancing around. Have you read the Paul Selig books? No. Okay, <laughs> Dude, I, I'm fresh from my yeah, Alaska man. Like it's, the, it's channeling. It is. Me. It's exactly what it is. You're it's you have. Wisdom. It's not information. It's not that kind of power of grabbing and and manipulating. It's no. just knowing. It's knowing. wisdom. And it's being in it. You can't teach wisdom. You have to experience yeah, wisdom. You, have you to really live. can't. Yeah. That's a, that's a weird thing you're saying that it comes back to teach you that that lesson. Because when I was over there. I've had this person which reminded me, dude, mirror image of another dude I dealt with back in another job where this guy was a big talker, talks a lot, and then doesn't show. His action doesn't follow his words. So I've got very, very far from it. And then when he, he just reminded me of him. Just everything he did reminded me of that guy. And then it, it, I, I thought of it as what you just said. The lesson comes back. This person is coming back in your life in another shape, mm-hmm. in another way to make you realize how are you going to react. And even if, it, if you've dealt with it the first time, I feel like life is going to th- shoot you that person again in your life. Maybe just over hey, time, yeah. Are you, are you really sure you're done? Mm-hmm. No? Okay, mm-hmm. let's try again. And crack. then he shoots you again. Mm-hmm. And you know what? The best lessons come from that. I, I think you see that with people who go into abusive patterns, let's say relationships, for example, where they they go from one relationship to the next and it's each one is the same pattern, different person, you know, where they're just uh, I'm just using a friend in my mind as an example is just like each person he's been with is just another kind of. This it, it makes me wonder, does he know? 
does he know what he's getting into or he's getting into it because he's I comfortable? I was going to say, like, you're, you, the fact that you're realizing that is this, like, ex- is this new level of lesson. Yes. Where you're saying, oh, this sh- everything's going to come back around. So now, like, the lesson of, of how this guy treated you and how you treat him is a lesson. But now that the, you start seeing that that's coming back, and then this new lesson is, if, I, if this fucks me up again, then I have more to learn. And, and if it doesn't, I have nothing to worry about. And it's like this lesson on top kind of thing. So it's like, yeah, he doesn't. He must not. There's something... A, a, a mental block or uh, or just a pure ignorance uh, and it's what we spoke about before it's the limiting beliefs it's the same as you probably seeing, it's you seeing smart enough to get it but yeah just or or intellectually understand it but the wisdom's not there because it's sometimes like for example the guy who you see who plays guitar and then it reminds you that you could practice more and be at a level like that's your limiting belief in your box right yeah like i like i can't learn from this yeah. person i need to sit and and do better and I and I, and I just should feel shitty about that's the past. It. It's like no, 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 no. All of that's wrong. So then he gets into these relationships because he believes, at some level, maybe, maybe it's not conscious that that's what he deserves or that's all he can get, until he says he's tired of it. Mm, that's the first step. But yeah. I think it c- ties into that thought process I had this week walking Lily. Is now visualize yourself with someone who treats you well. Okay, that exists. Okay, how would you feel? And then these are the things that take you out of your limited box mm. and creating new boxes. And I think that's how you get about it. Th- that's a lack of ignorance on your part because you understand the value of that. Mm. To give yourself that space somewhere in your body of like, hey, where can I m- like build a, a literally a space, like a keyhole almost. Like you're, you're starting to carve out this possibility just mm. by thinking about it, s- trying to visualize it. Talk about asking yourself the questions, just mm. feeling around. What would make me feel differently? Well, that's the thing that gives you power, gives us power because... Uh, yes! Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It gives us power because we're thinking. Because I think at some point, thinking, yeah. we realize that the battle is all in our head mm. and we're fighting only each other. We're not fighting. When I when I had that, 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 that uh, interaction with that individual where he was being this person that was trying to take out the monster out of me i was fighting myself i i I wasn't even fighting this guy i was fighting myself on how i was going to react to these and i was getting myself in these situations how am i gonna no man the battle was in my head and dude when i say the battle was in my head and i don't fucking mind saying it i slept bad for three weeks dude because i was thinking of this shit and at Mm. some point you know what i went up to him and I apologize, man. I apologize just for like me. Uh, I talked back to him once, mm-hmm. and because his as of his smirky responses, whatnot. And I, re- you know what, I went up. I, I shouldn't have talked to you like that, man. I really apologize. And I, w- dude, that night I slept like a baby. I slept like a fucking baby. Mm. And then I realized, okay, this is what it is. It's me battling myself. I'm fucking boxing in the ring, and it's only me, no one else. And whoever comes in your life. If it's him or not or someone else, you're going to be able to react because you're in your head. You're well. Yeah. Spiritually, it's I think. Like, you know how we say the the, the life is like is like a ceremony? Mm. Like, you're talking about set and setting. Yeah. You're talking about, like, your mindset and how, you know, the bad trip comes and the monster that he's trying to wake up inside you, like, you're fighting you. You're fighting your demons. You're not fighting his demons. They're your demons and his demons are talking. Yeah. And then your demons are going, oh, okay, let's mm. try that. 
you oh, know? So this is what's bothering you. And then you, you, you mm. th- that just lights up a flame inside of you because you think that he can read your mind or, or some way can read your, because of your reactions, can read how you react. So he mm. plays on that and he pushes on that. And that's probably what he does. If he's a good manipulator, that's probably what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. But does maybe he doesn't even sh- realize he's doesn't doing realize it. Maybe. But and you might should it realize. affect you? But you're both doing it to each other. So something's rattling each other. Yeah. You know, it's like there's like the demons in both of you are interacting. I like yeah. how you said rattle, like like a uh, they're like they're vibrating, like yeah. wah, 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 wah. well, think uh, about it, it's like, like a rattlesnake. Ooh, that's creepy. <laughs> if you <laughs> think of like someone who's anxious and then like get into like a road rage argument, they can rattle even some peaceful people because we all have all the spectrum of emotions and and everything in us. So some people can bring out the worst of you because that's what's uh, communicating. I got a trick for that. I have done it before. <laughs> that's what I do, man. <laughs> when I when I drive, like, dude. When oh, I you cut forgi- someone, you forgive through compassion because yeah. you've done it before. I've done yeah. it before. Mm. I've I get and you. some people come to my window and start screaming, ah, and I put down the window. I use my customer service voice. I'm like, "Sorry, man, you probably done it before too," and because uh, they were expecting a "fuck you, man," and this and that. And do I have yeah. this fucking yeah. funny story about that? I, I was driving back then, and it's, it's kind of a racist story, but it's fucking hilarious. So I'm driving right, and I, I, this guy's in front of me. I'm on. Is this the story you're gonna tell me in the car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I was gonna tell you. I, I, I'm on Saint-Denis and Chantalon, and this guy has to turn right, and we're all waiting to turn right. So I'm honking at the guy, not knowing that there's pedestrians passing. I'm with my friend, his girlfriend in the back, and he's pissed off. I see it in his, in his car in front, and uh, there's fucking people passing. What the fuck? And then I get across, we, we go, we turn, and then I'm, I'm, I'm here, and he's there, and he puts down his window. Say, can't you fucking see there was fucking pedestrians? No, I'm gonna tell you yeah, in English, okay? Can't you fucking see there was pedestrians? And I just turned on my window and said, "I'm so sorry, sir. Is this a pass? I did not see that the 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 person was there. Uh, then when I see, I really apologize." And he was kept insulting me. And I said, "You should go back to your fucking country. Go back to your fucking country. You don't know how to fucking drive." And then I just turned around and said, would it be better if I fucking started talking like that, boy? And then he just fucking looked at me. Oh, my God. <laughs> they freaked out. And then he didn't have nothing to say and tried to attack me. And then say, like, oh, you stole your car, huh? You stole And I just said, he's just saying that because it's nice, boy. And I just fucking, you know, <laughs> just drove off. I you sounded like, that sounded like a Chinese accent, though. Like, what the fuck are you doing? I don't even know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love when that happens, though. When, when someone gets, well, I mean, it's. Love is the wrong word, but when someone gets so upset, you're loving it now. Yeah, but when yeah, right <laughs> yeah. on the moment. Man. But when they when they're just so so uh, much pain firing up inside them that they have to resort to bringing you down as a person. Yeah, but you can see that doesn't affect if yeah, you understand where it does it, coming when from. When it doesn't affect yeah. you, it's just it's like worse for them. They have nothing then. Yeah, it's but like it their power is completely relinquished. Yeah, you know, but that's yeah. but that's when you. It's like a blow off valve. Mm-hmm. Like they, you know, like you know, well. I, I I don't mean to be keep being meta, but like you know, we've all done that too. We've yeah, all yeah, we've yeah. all freaked yeah, out at sure, people as sure. well. Like, but it's like you you just like uh, you don't pick it up. Hmm. Yeah, they put it down and they go fuck it, <laughs> and they're like, no, nah, I'm good. And they're like, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no it. it doesn't go Take anywhere. Take it, please. But yeah. then, they, but they still blow it off. Anyway, I didn't want to interrupt you though. I, I just had that visualization. Sorry, man. No, I just it's Sorry, that's man. spot on. But it reminds me of this Instagram video, like this this American dude. I'm just calling him American. He had like a heavy accent, so he was probably American. Talk like this. And him and his wife were in the car, and this guy just appeared, at least in the 20 second Instagram clip, that he was super unconscious in his actions, and he's just yelling at this cop that he flipped off that was giving him a ticket, 
and he like pushed the cop and kept driving. And then he was on the phone with his friends, like, I fucking pushed that cop, man. The cop came on me. I pushed him. Fuck him. He's a pussy. Just all the bad words you could think of, you know? And then uh, just driving, and then the cop pulls him over again with the gun. I was like, get the fuck out of the car. Get out of the car. And then the guy switched from this tough guy act to, oh, my God, they're arresting me. <laughs> oh, my God, they're arresting me. And then just, like, literally breaks down into, like, oh, sir, I'm sorry, sir. Like, just panic mode. And I realized it's just that's the illusion he's conditioned himself under. Such a defense, such, yeah. a, such a protection of the inner child. And then, you know what's the best part is that, I told my friend because he said it to me, I'm like, that four seconds of the freak out was him. That's who he yeah. really is. Yeah. Strip away everything, that's yeah. who he is. And it was the scared child <laughs> that never really It's like progressed. when we're coming in, I just, I, someone honked behind me. When people honk, I just honk. Yeah. I don't care if it's for me or not, I just fucking honk. Oh, that dude who, he was so like, this guy turns around and looks at me. Like scared, scared, but ready to be like angry. Like it's hard to explain. He wasn't like sure. Like he was like, "What's going on?" <laughs> and going he on? wasn't too sure. And then just like, "No worry, bro. It's not about you." And I just passed. Have a good day. And I just <laughs> left. I wanted to ask you, like, what kind of face did he make? Kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, he made a. I don't know. I can. I had it on the moment. I perfect. I either pinned way, it on the moment. But either way, yeah. Like you give him. Hopefully, you didn't take it like sarcastically. But you never know, right? Yeah, with me. Well, you, your tone and <laughs> it needs some work, bro. But, but I like wasn't, I wasn't, I was intending, like, hey, man, have a good day. Yeah, but you're in the car, you're yelling, yeah, you know, yeah. it's like he, either way, even if you had the best intention and the best tone, he might be like, yo, fuck that guy who told me, have a nice day, fuck you, bro. Like, it's yeah. like, it's like, insecurities dude, would yeah, kick like, in. And maybe he was joking, maybe not. Like, why are we taking real estate in your head anymore? Like, it's that, it's that whole thing about waking up the monster in you that we talked about before. And so, yeah. Like, Talking about racism in the car, what what the guy did to me, I actually lived that in Nunavut. I lived real racism. Like mm. I've I've got called like the N word a lot, but like I lived it as like I didn't know what the fuck I did, and this guy just hated me mm. from the moment I met him, and I I just had this vibe: this guy's a racist, and 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 it it made me that made me question too. Like what what do you do with these perp? What 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 do you do with these people? Mm. And I had this dream where I explained these people don't need you to hate them. They need more love. That's all. Mm. You have this very intuitive dream state. Oh, dude, definitely. I thought, dude, these dreams come and talk to me. Maybe I'm crazy too. That's a possibility. So experiencing it's good kind it, of crazy. Yeah, yeah. good. Yeah, experiencing racism. So is that new to you? This whole well, it never bothered me because yeah. if you look at me, man, I'm I'm like. I look Mexican. Like my name is Italian. My dad married a French woman. I speak perfect French. Uh, I I passed my summers in Matan, mm. in Quebec. Like when I was a kid, I probably experienced it there, but I never really, I never, I never came in and really attacked me and touched me in in the right spots. Okay. No pun intended. <laughs> but <laughs> like, hey yo. This time it did. This time it really like. I don't know. I felt it. I felt like hated for some reason. I didn't know why, and I, I questioned myself. What the fuck? Usually, I get I get through to people with a good vibe. I get mm. like, I get to like, hey man, like what's up? Let's talk with respect. It's the basis of any conversation when I meet someone. And this mm. this dude, dude, it was a pure hate from the moment he met me. Was it because you were in that bubble again, and like you were kind of like a visitor? Like I know you'd been there a few times. Oh, it was and a you white knew dude. People. It was a white dude, not even a not even a native of, of uh, Calvary. But, but you know, like you're saying, you're not used to f- like internalizing this. Like, are you just like you know, we're all we're all we all seem to be getting more sensitive as we get older. Yeah, which is a good sign. It's like the kind of friends I want, kind of thing. I'm, I'm noticing that as I get older. But like, is it is it like you were talking before about kind of being trapped up there 
and like you know the, the being with the 20 people and it like might have been in the, in, in, the, in the first three weeks that i was telling you where where i wasn't uh i, I knew why i didn't want to come back and now everything negative is kicking in you know mm. it might have been that you're, you're right i didn't i didn't think of that but but yeah but <laughs> <laughs> so what happened oh no um he's actually the the i drive uh i drive a I deliver food to to, to to the Inuits. And basically when I I was driving my car, and yes, and now I can say because I don't work there, but I drifted a little bit with the handbrake, mm-hmm. but I was coming in too quick, and I just slid off and just hit the fence. Okay. Nothing happened to the car, but he got off. The, I had to call towing, and he's the towing guy. Mm. And this oh, is 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, this yeah. is 4 o'clock in the morning. So this guy gets up. He's not too happy. I understand. And he comes out, and then... Um, he comes in maybe half an hour later, and I had a, I like I had friends who came up and said, "Hey, I can push you. I can try to push you out. Do you want?" I said, "No, no, no towing guys come in case someone gets hurt. You know, liabilities and whatnot." This guy came in, and he starts taking picture of the car, and I just asked him like, "What a perfect tone, dude! I didn't like, hey man, why are you taking fucking pictures?" No, I just went like, "Why, why are you taking pictures? I'm just curious." Hey, you're not gonna tell me how to do my job, man. And I'm like, "What? Whoa." Dude, relax. Just relax. Talk with me with respect. I'm going to talk with you with respect. This is how it goes, you know? I'm going to talk to you how I want. What? He holds all the power, bro. You want your car out? Dude. He's going to jerk I off said, the no, pictures you're not of your gonna car talk later. To, dude, I snapped. <laughs> I said, no, no, you're not going to talk to me how I want. It's not how it's going to go down. Do you understand me? And I flipped out. Mm. I keep talking. You keep talking. Just fucking take my car. I snapped. I became, again, yeah. ego human Johnny. And then had to deal with that. Had to tell him, no, take the fucking car out. He took the car out, whatever. But each time he would see him, after, oh, dude, each time I would see him, there would be like this confrontation. Cloud. Tone. Then the house burned down. Well, which house? Yeah, where, where I was sleeping. Okay. I, the way it's done, it's like a U like this, and there's room. And then when you go in, I'll show you a picture after. You go in through a balcony, uh, a stairs, set of stairs here. There's a door, and then my room was here, on the side of the door where people go smoke. Okay. So someone, which uh, shall be not named, threw a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> threw a cigarette, thinking he was hitting the, the 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 bucket of cigarettes, but it went inside. Not it's not you though. No, it's not yeah, me. Yeah. No, no, I was let's sleeping. Just, let's okay. just be clear about that. I was, yeah, yeah. I was, okay, I was wondering. Yeah. 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 Uh, some other fucking mook. Yeah, <laughs> I was sleeping because it's I was working night, so it's three o'clock, three thirty. I'm, I'm sleeping and I hear this crackling noise, like this. Thank you. <laughs> keep keep going it. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Where? Yeah, you have to keep going. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, Half my f- face is paralyzed, bro. <laughs> this is hard. <laughs> So I go like, oh shit, what the fuck? And then there's a fridge in the corner where that sound is coming from. So I look at my fridge fucking burning. It smells like Ooh. fucking burnt plastic. <laughs> and I'm hearing that noise and I'm hearing people running. Really taking me there. So when I open the door, I see smoke. There's fucking smoke. Then I open the door. My boss is there. I'm not understanding. I just woke up, dude. I'm half. Anyways, take the the extinguisher, start fucking putting it. I can't see. There's too much smoke. I give it to the guy. The guy burns. Get out, get out, get out. Grab my guitar, just leave. With the only thing I grabbed. Priority. Leave the door. <laughs> then when the the firefighters like they went through my room like to because it was the connection to outside they broke my wall and they w- trying to clear the fire from inside and outside. Then I had to move my shit because there was a big fucking hole in my room. Mm. So I had to move and this guy's there. 
this racist guy is there. And I have to get in, get out to get my shit and go to the other room. And I just walk in and I I give him that, you know, that club tap where you go like, sorry, bro, sorry, buddy, I got to pass. And you go like tap, tap, and you yeah. walk through. The person just turns around, realizes it's you, and then just moves out of the way because he's polite. He stayed there and he did it in purpose. Mm. Maybe, maybe not. You know what? I'm, I'm Maybe I'm exaggerating, but he did it. I fucking go I say, I, and I, I, I know it's him. I say, I'm sorry. I have to pass. And I, pa- I push him and I don't fucking push me. Then I'm stressed out, dude. I just went through the fucking fire, almost died in this fucking thing. And you're fucking, you know, mm. I'm, I'm flipping out. And I say, dude, just get it out of the way. I'm going to move my shit. Get out of the way. I'm not getting it out of the way for shit. Again with the attitude. Again with the... That's all I have. Fucking big scream. Almost fight. This guy is like, I'm going to fucking pay and fight. I'll fight you outside. Let's go outside, bitch. You keep talking. Let's mm. go, bro. What are you going to do? You're going to fucking rinse me? That's all you're going to do? You're going to fucking give me an... Like, and I just freak out. I don't... I don't dude, I got in thousands of fights. I've mm. I never got knocked out, though. Just letting people know out there. <laughs> I got <laughs> the moves, bro. Uh, I'm going to challenge you now. <laughs> no, please don't. <laughs> I don't want to... But anyways, like, this guy's like, picking this big fight again. For nothing. And then I think the boss talks to them because I, I start saying this guy's a racist because I knew he picked a fight with another guy who was a Turk guy. Mm. I didn't know the Turk guy, but I know he was Turk, Turkish and he picked a fight with him too. Mm. So I figured that this guy's a racist, man. I, I didn't know why he hated me from the, from the get-go. Mm. And I tried talking to my bosses about it. My Well, my manager, he's like a, he's a cool guy. You can talk to him. And I opened up and I told him, like, this guy might be racist. I think they had to talk with him because after that, hello, goodbye. Oh, yeah? Yeah, very polite. I'm not saying a word, but I didn't, I didn't push it. I wouldn't talk to him either after, so. Were you both able to create a set of peace or you didn't get there yet? Oh, we got there. Yeah. At the end, I don't know what happened. Probably this male ego thing that kicked in where everybody, the dust settled. We just, you know what? I'm not pushing you. You're not pushing me. I'm not trying to prove something. You're not going to try to prove. Maybe he realized I wasn't like a 25-year-old like I look. Like maybe I'm wiser. Mm. And I just, it came to terms. Hey, Mario, how are you doing? And this, that. And it was perfect from there. We, we didn't mm. we didn't talk, but it was the politeness and respect from there. Is what I needed. I mm. didn't need much more. I didn't mm. want him to suck my dick. I just, <laughs> dude, just <laughs> fucking be chill. That's all, you know? Just jerk it off sometimes, man. Yeah. Be, a, be a neighbor. <laughs> I wanted to tell him that. You're pissed off because you don't, you don't fuck enough. That's what I wanted be to a, tell him. Be a helping <laughs> hand. <laughs> Literally. You know what's funny? Like, I was hearing you talk, and I, I was trying to put myself in your shoes, and I'm thinking, like, there's... When you get when if I like if I were you and I'd be getting angry like why is this guy treating me like this or like why is he why like it's almost like tell like tell me if you guys resonate with this but it's like you really just want him to feel good it's like dude don't be like this you know like you know how good you can yes. be you could be sunk into this like center and be just like giving people love and it's like dude be not like this like why do you gotta ruin the vibe bro like. This kind of simplistic... Dude, I was like talking on, on the phone with my brother at that time, the second time with the fire. And my brother is like, he's a little loose cannon. And he's like, who the fuck is this guy? And he's screaming in my ear. So that... I'm going to come over there. Put gas into the situation right now. My brother's in my ear and I'm talking to this guy. And my brother's there, bro. I'm like, I got my backup. What's up, man? And you know, I'm just... Yeah. But I thought of that. And he said, like, later on, it's, ah, what do you... He, actually, what, what I learned from that situation is I had to be in shape... 
if I had to fight one day or something happened, I wasn't in shape no more. So I started running, dude. I started fucking Cue doing a little music, bit of, yeah. oh, dude, doing a little bit of, <laughs> of <laughs> boxing. <laughs> it helped <laughs> me out. But <laughs> when talking to my brother, he said, what are you going to do? You're going to give him a hug? Mm. And I realized that's what he needs. He needs, he, he probably needs more love. That yeah. comes back to that. That's what it always becomes back to. And it's kind of poetic if you really observe the whole situation as a, the whole event. You guys get into this like fiery argument Initial meet, pun intended, and then you have a fire <laughs> in your apartment. You guys re the fire gets put out. You guys have the big fire interaction. It gets put out by the manager, and then after that, all the fires were kind of diffused towards the end. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Uh, they're just like it manifested into physical reality in a sense. Yeah, I like but again, it came down. It came down to the lesson. What did I learn? Yeah, Am I learning yeah. something from this? I got in a fight there too, man. This was a wild, wild, wild run, bro. Wild shit. This guy was peeing on my car. I pushed him. I got pissed off. I pushed him. Pissed off. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I pushed him. He fucking clocked me in the face. Ooh. We started we started fighting. No one's there. Like one guy sees me. He's Keeps a little walking. Filipino man. <laughs> no, he's a little Filipino woman who works with me, but they don't get violent. They go, oh, he went inside. Hey, mister, mister, there's a fight outside. <laughs> and then like, I was pissed off at him. But then realized, dude, he's just not a fighter. I asked him, like, why didn't you help me, man? He says, oh, no, no, Philippine, they come out, they fight, and then they take out knife. It's very <laughs> dangerous. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. All right. Started fighting, jabbing a couple times, and after that, but at the moment I hit him, ugh, felt so bad. And I just grabbed him, dude, relax. And he's just pissed off. Oh, you don't push people while they're peeing. I'm like, Dude, this is my car. <laughs> you and don't I pee did, on people's cars. But the story is that I grabbed him and I was like, dude, trying to shake him, like mm. try to give him that love because it was after the situation. It's it's interesting that this time around going up, you, there's a bunch of fights and conflicts that were kind of manifesting in front of you. I'm wondering if what your mindset was going up. Oh, dude. How much of that was you? Yeah. Kind of oh, thing. dude. I, you we could ask that's someone. That's like a good you, question you're yeah. asking because it, it was kind of a. It was kind of a vibe where sacrifice. You want this big amount, you're going to suffer for it. That's the mindset I had. Not the mindset I had, but the mindset that was that I was feeling. I was going to get, if you want this, you're going to have to suffer because it's a big amount and it doesn't come for free. It doesn't come with nothing. It comes with mental strain. It comes with, with emotional strain. It comes with everything. And everything was included except death. I still no death was still there because I actually thought I was still was gonna die there. What? How so? I always thought yeah, every time I went there, I keep telling you like every time I go there, I I, I think I'm gonna die because it's something new. Now it's not even new, but I still think it. I'm gonna die if I go back. Just in terms of like violence or the area you're in, or just violence, both just both. being in unknown territory, Bo- everything and unpredictable, everything. Yeah. We've talked about that before. Is yeah. like there's some weird irrational feeling when you're when you're just abroad. When you're like not from ho- when you're not home, and it's like you j- for some reason it's worse to think about. It's like oh, like oh, he went and 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 he and he, he died there, and he died there, and he never came back, kind of thing. And it's like the family, like oh no, you know, it's like there's something just innately like the unknown. Like you said it perfectly. There's just new territory, and yeah. it's like there, there's just a little more well dangerous. Your senses are heightened. You know, your your evolutionary senses of just defense and safety. Definitely, so definitely. I'm wondering though because your stories from the north prior to that were a lot different so i'm wondering what shifted and it could have been i think it's the beginning of it the reason why i i wanted to leave and never come back and then went back 
for monetary gain because like there was no situations here in Quebec because of COVID. Like mm. I went back by, f- they kind of, life kind of forced me to Almost go. Almost under like the premise of like scarcity in a sense. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Like scarcity, like a lack. Like missing or like, like uh, when you're scarce, when you're running low on things. Yeah. So your resources are lower. Your s- and money is a symbol of survival, right? It's for food. It's for safety. It's for home. It's for health. Yeah. So with that premise of I need money, it's like kind of this in this maybe this deeper layer of just like you're running low on resources, so you need to go accumulate. So you're going to a different environment now. You need to protect your accumulation, mm. and that's where you're getting into conflicts. Is just like it's whatever the conflict is. It's it's a deeper layer. It's threatening your security. I love this, man. Yeah. I just had this epiphany. It's yeah. like, it's like boxes, like we talked about. That's a box, mm. and then you get, and then you put yourself. There's other boxes in that box. So you think you have choices, but you're in a bigger box. So now you're in this kind of fear game where you're like, I need to go sacrifice. I need to go up north again. I need to go. I need to find my my quick cash cow that I like the devil I know kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, mm. yeah. And that it's crutch. really interesting. I call it the crutch. But it's, it's, a cr- it, it's, it's just a great it's word for it. It just sounds like there's fires all around, though. It's just very interesting. And you're a guy who receives a lot of symbols and messages, in a sense, because you're I in tune. I saw that, that side of it, the, the fire side. I never saw it. But it just, it's just so poetic that these confrontations arise, and then they had a fire, and your side was burnt. Was anyone else's side burnt? No. It's just it's in your room. It was in my room. That's it's really intense. I wonder. Died, bro. So if, if I would be a hard sleeper, I would have gone. Well, maybe not. Maybe th- maybe they would have put it out. Smoke inhalation is a killer. Yeah, man. exactly. Yeah, yeah, you could have yeah, got damaged for sure. Yeah, it's or just or very interesting because a lot of things are happening, and it's a lot of things based on the premise you went up in. Dude, but it makes so much sense now that you're saying that because <laughs> that song I wrote, the new song, is called "The Devil's Watching." Mm. The devil lives in fire, bro. Oh fuck. Bro, oh. <laughs> I'm still ayahuasca speaking. It's not me, dude. That's <laughs> no, please stay that way, man. <laughs> yeah, but it's through you, bro. It's not. It's not you. It's through it's you. Still, still there. Because when we come back to choices, what we spoke about earlier, it's just the the initial choice you said to yourself you would never go back, but you kind of um, move that line to that barrier just because of choices that you needed to go back for for monetary gains, which is important, you know. Yeah. But what. It's almost like the signs were around you that maybe you weren't supposed to go back or maybe there's just something you need to work on. I don't know. Oh, there was resistance. Yeah. There was definitely resistance and I felt it, dude. But the resistance is also, it manifested towards you as well. It wasn't yeah. just internal resistance. It was confrontations with a few people and then a literally a fucking third-party fire that targeted you. Well, yeah. by, by chance, but the fact that it, it's it kind of manifested to you is crazy. You know what's fun? Is when you have those synchronicities like that, you think, "How did I get here?" And then you start finding more. Sometimes, so it's like, "Why did you have that room?" I chose it. Yeah, but then let's go back for a second. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> why? <laughs> I was there. That was my previous room when I was there, and I loved it because I, mm. I I was gonna play guitar, and it's you can hear everything. There was fucking it's cardboard. The walls are yeah, cardboard, yeah. so I I didn't want to bother people at the end of outside it. at least. Kind but of thing. dude, but by luck, everybody loved it. Everybody, th- this music is not aggressive. You're playing, and then nobody, nobody ever came to me and told me, "Yo, this is uh, too loud. Stop it." They loved it so. But that room was That's 15 because awesome. I loved it. It was the coldest room too. But I just room 15. I just want to yeah. finish that point. Which room? Room right, 15. 
we're looking, we're looking for signs everywhere now. Oh, you want to hear signs? I got room number 12, but my buddy, which is very spiritual and universal, and I had these deep talks like we have with us, his room number was 11. And we would joke about that because he knows about hmm. like 11 numbers and numerology. Dude, five plus one is six, the devil's number, baby. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> but, but just to yeah, finish what, what my point, um, towards the end, you came to these deep realizations that that guy needed love, this person needed love to fight and needed a hug. Maybe it was, in a sense, a realization for what you needed. You want a hug, bro? No, I think it's more of a realization of how, how to deal well, what with What is pe- needed? Maybe not what you are ne- what you specifically needed, but is what is needed. How to, no, it's how to... Re- I think what I realize is how I react to these people. I, like I'm a very sensitive person, and, and I never show it. People will never know this. Unless they watch this podcast, fuck. But <laughs> like cut it out. Don't worry. No. Yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> I think we need we need to show these sides more, man. All of us. Oh, oh yeah, no. We it's not, not, not yeah. I don't I don't agree with that. You, you you if you're in a very ego world, egotistical world, you gotta stay. You know what? You stay can, yourself. You can turn anything into ego bullshit. You know, like it's stay yourself. I like how you said that. Yeah, it's just stay yourself. You're you're, you're both right. But I could I could have deep talks, but not with everybody. Yeah. I could have these deep talks with you guys. Mm. I had a deep talk with a guy over there. He was, that guy was treating him like shit, and he was weaker mentally. Not, I'm not, I'm not saying this guy is weak. He's just like he had very going through shit. He had a lot of, of of issues mentally to deal with that kind of bullshit, and he didn't do well. And dude, he reminded me of myself like ten years ago when I would take shit so personally, and these little innuendos of people would do to attack me. I would take them personally. And, dude, I actually had to talk with him. I started fucking crying in front of him. I was dude, man, I'm sorry, man. This smoked some weed and I'm fucking oversensitive. And I just fucking, like, dude, I started crying. I said, dude, you remind me of me, man. Don't fucking let anybody tell you that you're weak, bro. You're a strong individual. You have power. And I had this opening to this guy. And I love this guy. But I, it was a month I met him. And I, I was able to be open to, to him. And I'm not afraid to, but it depends with who. I, I think it, it depends if I can see the the respect of the moment, if you're able to respect the moment. Because people, yeah, they'll respect the moment, but after that, when you're in another setting with other people around them, that they will they will change around other people. They will start mm-hmm. to make fun of you with that. Mm-hmm. And that's what I don't respect. But I don't have to deal with that anymore because my senses are kind of lined up where I know who to trust. and Yeah, and you're, you're in the pocket. Yeah. It's, that could be a crutch too. I mean, I'm just I, mean, I don't want to change topic too harshly, but like people, when you when you essentialize someone, that's like it's like this weird victim game, you know? Like uh, to, to say like that person's crying all the, they're sensitive, they're they're angry all the, like you just it's not a condition, it's not a moment, you know? There's no compassion. You've gone through things, they're going through things, but people are doing that to themselves now. Yeah, and they're like, I'm like this, I'm like that. No, you know. And it's like, dude, yeah. like. You're playing in a in a, a complicated box, now. and you have no idea what what made me realize that that oversensitivity, would, which make me able to say it, able to be to, to be open about it, is actually one of your podcasts. I don't remember who it was, but he w- he was saying something about um, being an oversensitive person. Mm. I think I can't remember the name. Was uh, it Pat Owen? No, the the. The ketamine oh, yes. uh, trials. Charles. Dude, Charles that guy said, I'm over 
oversensitive. And I realize I'm fucking oversensitive, dude, but that's... And I just realize it's okay to be that way. It's fucking perfectly fine if that's who you are. You're just going to deal with people who are not able to deal with that mm. trait of personality. And it's important to express that person Definitely. as much as you can. When you can. And not right suppress, though. And with the older you get, the more you realize you can't be around people that suppress you or keep you in this, like, stuck box. And that's yeah. a tough lesson is when you start to... When when you love those people, yeah, that's what's that's what's tough because you you love them, you don't want to let go of them, but you have to sometimes because sometimes because then you're it's not a real relationship, it's like this filtered experience of not who you really are. It's a crutch relationship. It's fear, yeah. Was, you guys got there. Yeah. It's it's hard. I don't have that a lot in my life, so I could just be like, oh, it's fear, just let it go. It's 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 harder than it looks, obviously. But that's the abusive pattern my friend was going through with the girlfriends that like. It's that, that is the same thing. You're right. The same thing. It's a box. It's a menu. You're ordering off uh, the same menu, and you're thinking that's what you. But does that's he what know? That's life. That's Maybe the question. Because when you, when you, if you really did, you wouldn't dude, keep doing it. But you no, do honestly. You would know. But if you so really knew, because when wisdom, you sleep at night, that fight is in your head. You talk to yourself. You yeah, have these things. Get, that you we can get like. used to anything, man. It it's really depends on the individual. Knowing intellectually, a lot of people know a lot of things intellectually. I understand the concept yeah, of this. I understand that's true. this. But your heart is closed to the possibility. But you've never like experienced in your life. the alternative. It's that's like me talking to you about, it. look, I can become this in s in three years. I'm just going to put my mind to it. I can conceptualize that idea. But if you never, let's just use fighters, for example, as becoming world champions. They can visualize being a world champion every day. But if they never tasted that fruit, they don't really know what it is or mm. what it feels like. Mm. So it's the same example if he can conceptualize and intellectualize the idea of being with the perfect partner but he has no idea what that feels like you know there's no there's no connection there because you haven't experienced it and then all these these mechanisms that keep you in your box just solidify this box because it convinces you that this is who you are and what you're able to achieve and what you deserve and that's the limiting beliefs that we all have in in a sense and that's what we have to break out of you know which is a life it's life a lesson because once even though I think I believe strongly that once you get out of that box and you get into another box then there's just another bigger box that you're going to have to deal with until exactly. you, you've gone through all the all the things you had to go through in life mm. and then you die you have to be nomadic in your growth yeah like yeah you know? yeah I think that like that that's beautiful got, again <laughs> again that meta lesson is that like the the best skill would be to just be able to let go to always be opening the box and like ma like you said maybe Testing the last the box, box is god the box getting like out of the box observing your box is this my box is this the box i'm enjoying is this the box i want to be the in? box uh, and yeah, that's where yeah. ceremony comes in and talks like this yeah. and meditation and all these things are taking you out of your current box allowing you like i remember a long time ago i said to you uh, this is when you were living at home and your things were stresses of life. I think it was in between jobs. And I'm like, dude, you're in the hot pot. Like when you're in a boiling pot, you can't think of anything else but this hot water. You you I, yeah. 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 I, you, you, I told you yeah, that yeah. he told me that. Yeah. yeah, that hit me hard. And when you're in a hot pot, a boiling pot of water, you the first thing you, th you have to do is get out of the pot. Yeah. You can't start problem solving as you're cooking. You're going to be like the, the turtle, the frog analogy where how to boil a frog is you slowly turn up the temperature and they won't notice and then it just... Yeah burns alive poor frog but yeah uh, but <laughs> that frog man he's getting it lately but that's it so <laughs> that's where for me plant medicine 
and not even plan vipassana, but these extreme scenarios where you just fucking yank yourself out of the pot are almost necessary because sometimes if you got into a position where it's boiling, it's too late. You have to fucking yank yourself out. And sometimes it's a third-party agent, uh, a ayahuasca yeah, brew or a mushroom or a vipassana. Help is help. That's yeah. that definitely, that's that's a good point. And, and that's reasons why I went there. And it, it, there's always a growth. You yeah. grow exponentially over there. I said it. I said it over there to people, people who were new at, at this. They were it's the first time doing it. And I was like, dude, you're going to grow so much from this. You have no idea. And people, you have to get out of your comfort zone. Like, uh, yes. Again, it comes back to that. It comes back to getting out, learning from it. What did you learn? Okay, go back. I might start calling it a comfort box. It just we're going to have to find a name better than that. Though. Concentration camp. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> just keep going. But you know what's interesting is. Literally. Like, yeah, no. yeah. When, when you when you said that to me, um, it allowed me to kind of forgive myself. It was really it was it was it gave me the ladder to 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 come to like a, the idea, like that I just need to take this one big step right now. This w- I have to focus on a real problem instead of making all these other things mm-hmm. my issue when the when the root was not being tended to. I just wanted to say that I don't like it's kind of a, a you know it's neither here nor there but it is still a big point it's I think a, a lot of people point. are not aware that they're in the boiling pot no, and when you said that yeah we're all, we're all sleeping on something and some people are sleeping on fucking everything they don't see the nose in front of their face bro yeah uh, but it's like you the way you described it was like you're trying to grab stuff you're trying to fix your life and it's like you're in this like like hurricane everything's hot yeah it's like just get out of the hurricane like chill Mm. wait it out or start walking but like don't try to build a house in a in a hurricane don't try to make and that's exactly what i was doing and it's like you're you're, and and if you're measuring yourself your worth on the the house that you can't build like bro you're fucked it's just gonna collapse over itself and look man that's a that's a sad point yeah that's a key point you said about forgiveness you have to forgive yourself because that pot is not you. It's just the accumulation of everything that around you and your reactions to it. And it's just, you're in it now. So there's no point in adding more heat to it. You have, to, you have to come at it with the love perspective. I think what people are afraid of is, yes, coming out and w- of, that, of that pot and then realizing your environment afterwards. But what they don't realize is that the right people will be around you and I always say this, we are different universes. Your your vision of seeing things is different than mine. And w- But v- universes are, are made of planets, and planets are, uh, rotate ar- in the universe. And people around you are like these planets rotating around you. So therefore, yeah, if dude, you have... Dude, I get out of my... Earth is flat and space is fake, bro. What are you talking about? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, bro. I had to throw that in there. Just I was spreading, told prop- him so. spreading propaganda, man. <laughs> Just continue. <laughs> just <laughs> ignore <laughs> me. Just ignore <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm joking, everybody. <laughs> it's, pre- it's flat, though. It's, it's true. Yeah. Google it. No, I had this conversation. <laughs> talk about flat Earth. I had this conversation with this guy. The Earth is flat. Da, 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 and he's into it, and I'm, I'm like, "Don't talk about it." No, I know, but I'm just like, <laughs> I don't know. I just like, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. Yeah. I haven't been in space, that's, bro. That's what I reserve for specific people, because what I tell them is, "Look, I can't tell people." that i'm like i'm i'm like i try i'm like an i'm like a rationalist and it's like i don't fucking know yeah exactly. i'm i'm the size of a germ on a huge ass planet mm-hmm. i did the fucking math i and actually th- did it, th- comes, I d- it comes down to uh, is it important exactly i it I depends what it, field you're in 
that's what I always say. You're not a sniper. If you're a pilot. I'm you're not a pilot. Hoping when I get on a plane that he knows exactly the the direction of the curve or whatever in his radar ratings. You can't escape the. Ur- it doesn't matter for yeah. a pilot either. Yeah, actually, now that I think about it, they their map is flat. Their radar thing is like a fucking. But I think they have to adjust. Maybe not the pilot, but the air traffic control. I think yearly they have to kind of adjust their radars like a few degrees. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, based on continental drift, at least I don't know about the curvature. Oh, cool. Yeah, I think it's yeah, like it's a yeah. probably round, guys. Let's just leave. Let's just leave it on. Probably. Let's just not care. Back so <laughs> yeah, let's just not care, bro. I don't need to know that, this thing. Yeah. That was meant to be a small joke, and it turned into all this. Yeah, so I no, apologize no. for the derail. I'm sorry. Well, let's yeah. cut that out. It yeah. all stays. <laughs> yeah. It all stays. It all stays. I'll just whip my dick out or something. You have to cut <laughs> it, it out. You have to cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You're going to get us pulled off YouTube now. Yeah, I'm not cutting it. that out. Uh, let's do it, bro. More ratings. Anyway, <laughs> what were we saying before that? We all uh, our own universes in. Yeah, and planets yes. and rotating planets, in exactly. the suns. So these people, when we get out of that boiling pot, mm. what's going to happen? These people are going to surround us, and these people, these new people, are going to come around, and that's what. And they're going to tell you how they got out of their boiling pot. Yeah, that's scary. <laughs> that's it's very scary. Yeah, it's terrifying because it's breaking the old and coming in with the new. It's but that's where we've been lacking this in our society for such a long time. These, and that's why we idolize heroic stories. You know, we idolize. The movie Harry Potter we were talking about pre pre podcast, that story. Right, that's not what we're saying. We're saying how we shouldn't buy shit off Instagram because <laughs> Instagram yes. always gives you that yeah. butched product. Fair <laughs> point. But the <laughs> and the dick thing, the leaning. The yeah, we had yeah, some good conversation. Yeah, yeah. yeah the Harry Potter it. was just a split second. <laughs> <laughs> Ron Weasley. But that story, in essence, was a hero's journey. You know, he came from poor. Yeah, came from I think I know where you're going with this. And then he realized his power. And then the whole series was him becoming, overcoming himself and eventually defeating the, the one we shall not name. Yeah. And then saving the day. So we, we idolize the concept of the hero, but many of us forget we are the heroes. Many of us, all of us, because we love, I saw this on Facebook. I think everybody loves a, a good story, like you're saying, uh, like a, a hero story of, of uh, a rebel story. But right now, nobody's about to rebel, like do a rebellion. Nobody, everybody stays it's quiet. You know what I mean? Th- the It's a catharsis. That's, the, that's kind of the problem. Entertainment and story are not but necessarily is, intertwined. But this is where you get it wrong. It's not about an external hero. The real hero's journey is all an internal battle. Yeah, the internal battle of those demons of of that hate and that pain of overcoming that. Yeah, it's not be the story in your world. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's where, it's like how can you be this hero in your life for real? Yes, and then when it's you have not that about foundation, we talk about this all the time about about because when you really go to your depths of hell, it's foundational work. You know, that's that's the literally. Life to, yeah, you yeah. you got to go down there to start yeah. making a new. Uh, <laughs> it's you're cleaning up the floor yeah. of, of you, and that's funny. Yeah. That's deep. <laughs> <laughs> Puns. But but yeah, so that is our journey. And that's why you said it takes a lifetime. It takes a lifetime to understand your lifetime yeah. and to change it and to grow it. And that's the real hero's journey. Look, external factors are external factors. You can change your, your group, your setting, everything. But the reality is the world goes at its momentum. We can do our parts in bettering it. But what we can really do is overcome our demons. And when you overcome your demons... That's how we solve all these problems. But I think people who are, and I don't want to say everybody, but people who have succeeded in life, in a sense, depends what you mean by success, obviously, but I, I mean like people who are, who, who, who succeeded in their dreams, 
let's say, are people who went through that and who actually surpassed that 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 demon. They they, they overcame themselves. They overcame themselves, and That's now they're it. able to do what they love because you go through all the hardships. If you want, if you want to do what you love, you have to go through a lot of yeah. hardships to come to where where you're gonna be or where you want to be. Yeah, like an entrepreneur, like nixed the ego. Well, they, they 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 said, "I'm not living by my past." You know, it sounds it sounds like a virtuous thing to be like I'm above it, but it's like, it's not that you climbed out. It's not like you climbed like over some fence. It's like you climbed out of hell. Like you just you you're you, out of you it. take yourself seriously where you need to, and you adapt to that. And everything else is bullshit or forfeit. You can change it, remove it, add something new, yeah. whatever. You're living outside of those boxes. You're you have that mindset where you can put something in the future that might not have necessarily been in your past, and you're like, I can make that. I can get that. Yeah. You're living. You, it's it's it is virtuous, but it's like you you are just saying like I'm not gonna take what I think I am so far so seriously. In a, in to put it simply like that, and then 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 boom, potential. Like you said before, potential is the fucking juice of life, man. Yes, yeah. and it's we're the, all capable. It's, the, of it's it. the grease. But that's why I love to use fighters as an example because they are the the clearest example of the hero's journey. I mean, the job pays very little. You know, you're risking your life every time you go, and the journey to get to the top is excruciating, physically, mentally, spiritually, all of it. And that's why, like, Francis Negato, the heavyweight champion of the UFC, if you research his story, it is fucking yeah, mind-blowing. I heard it. I heard it the yeah. guy escaped Africa, like, terrible. He was, like, in, co- um, I don't know what type of mining he was doing, but they were mining minerals or coal or something. Seven times, and got went to f- a- a Spain, and then got brought back and dropped in the desert. And he had to, yeah, yeah Dude, he kept story. trying to escape. They would catch him, send him back. He kept escaping to catch him, send him back. I think he went to prison or jail at some point. In Spain for a couple. Spain jail is not. Yeah. Uh, it's not fun. The guy told his family before he left, like, when I leave, this is like, I'm, I'll die or come back. I won't come. Like, I'm going or I'm dying. Like that was his option. Fast forward to today, I think he went to some boxing gym or something. He was hitting the bag, fucking dirt poor, probably homeless, and the the coach saw him and saw the potential and then trained him. Fast forward to today, that was like 10 years or 15, 20 years ago, max. World champion, heavyweight champion, dominating. And dominating. He's a beast, yes, bro. Like He's a fucking literally beast. Literally, touches you and your soul leaves your, your body, goes to <laughs> Jupiter. And Yo, I saw this video. He, I think he has the strongest fist in the world. Yeah, I think they measured it. They I think measured it, dude, yeah. and he just... Like those big punching pads yeah, or something? Yeah, yeah, those like crazy sports amounts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy awesome. Crazy amounts, dude. Yeah. Like he, hit, he can hit your heart. That's a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can there's die a, from a, a punch in the chest. From yeah, there's guy. a ninjutsu technique where you you kind of use like leverage and you and you like hammer fist, but like into the guy, and oh, really? you can kill him. It's yeah, not you don't can do stop that. his heart. Don't don't nah, do that, bro, it's people. Real, bro, yeah. it's ask Joe Rogan. <laughs> it's not. You got to hit him right. You got to do it right. You got to you got to your tongue has to touch your palate. <laughs> you have to be thinking about his mom. And then, yeah, get the, it. The reality yeah. is, the reality is, five point finger death punch could theoretically kill someone but a punch designed to kill someone doesn't exist yeah th- there's it's interesting because uh, i mean in, in sincerity like the um, yeah. there's uh in ayurvedic medicine there's this thing called uh, marmas and the word literally means like uh like I- if it's broken you'll die mm. so it's like they're all over your body though mm. so it's like these kind of there's like nerve and and lymph clusters and things and it's like if, if, if that gets fucked up it's kind of like uh what's that guy um the danga the dang guy 
the, the Denga, the Denga. I swear he would know what I'm talking about. <laughs> the the, the headbutt out of nothing. The guy with, like, with the oh, fighting. Uh, Bas Rutten. Bas yes. Rutten. Okay, it's I wasn't Bas sure. Yeah. Your accent threw me off. Yeah, I, I know. was going to say Bas Rutten until no, I heard the said, accent. Headbutt out of nothing. Headbutt yeah, out yeah. of nothing, yeah. Punch um, to the liver. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It, then Get him down in the liver. Yeah, I should have said in the liver. But he doesn't he have like a messed up arm now or something? And it's just because of like a pinched nerve or some shit? Like yeah, it, his nerve got crushed in his spine with years of just... Yeah, maybe it's a bad example. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but it just, I, I just, to, just to throw that into the mix, you know, it's like there's this weird uh, thing about how you, you can fuck a certain point up and it's like over time, mm. it's going to be your demise. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I don't, I don't know, right. I don't know if you can knock a guy's fucking heart. Like, you know, it's like if you could start, like most things that start a heart also stop it. In terms of drugs or, or electricity or, or or contact, so you like you learned the CPR thing, right? Yeah. If you crack a guy in the right place, maybe you could stop his fucking heart. Well, you could just yeah, but that's what I mean. Any punch can could theoretically kill someone. You could crack a rib and pokes into the lung or pokes your yeah, heart. Yeah, like yeah. Like these yeah. things could happen, but a specific strike to do a specific like thing. Those, like oh, stop what you're saying is those those kung fu movies where they go like tak 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 tak. Yeah. And then right Even here under the rib, then <laughs> then he does five <sighs> steps and dies like he, Kill Bill. That doesn't yeah. happen. as he falls back. Yeah, it doesn't happen. Doesn't what happen. a good movie. But um, going back to the Frats and the Gato, maybe like, it exists, yeah. but like only one master it doesn't exist. You don't know if one master. Well, that's has what, that's what an argument exi- for anything because when you can't think of an example, you create that example of. But that's what I was gonna say. I l- thank yeah. you. Yeah. Sorry, go. And that All creates right. mysticism. And yes, I love the idea of mysticism and these crazy, but there's also realism. And certain things you can't jump on board with but just because it hasn't been seen doesn't mean it exists. Okay. Or you're thinking of a specific scenario in a fight. So you're creating that scenario mm-hmm. as well where it's like, yeah, I'm going to sidestep him and do this special punch. It's like he's, he might just elbow you. Yeah. Or like, dude, I was hold all his breath or something. Like, I was I, all in on work. this before before I did martial arts. I was like, there's Shaolin monks in the, in the deep in Tibetan forests, in the mountains, and they're doing some techniques that no one knows about. And then I got into the martial art world and... I started talking to my friends who still think that way. Well, back then, who were still thinking that way. And I was like, oh, no, it's not what you think, man. And I remember I was showing my friend a takedown. He was deep into Wing Chun. And he's, he elbowed me in the head. He's like, do any takedown on me. Any takedown you want. I will stop it. So I go. I grab his legs. I have his legs. And he taps my head like this. Like, here. I'm just like that. And I'm still holding his legs. He's like, see? I got you, man. If I give you full power, you're dead. And then I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no, man, no. no, watch MMA. They get hit in every possible angle. Every spot on their body gets hit and they're not, no one died. You know, it's very hard to knock someone out, especially that kind of close proximity. You can't produce the power, uh, the power. So it's like, it was sobering when you go into like a, a martial art where you're actually getting into confrontations and fights. Yeah. Humans are like squishy and fragile. But also really not sometimes. And it's like you learn these weird techniques where like it's like, hey, if you hit this guy like on the top of the head, you could kill him. And it's like, that's true. I know that's true. But also probably not. That's like it. you could, like you said, any punch could. Could essentially kill But you, you do have this movie shit going on. Like I remember one time I was fighting with uh, Simmerjay and, uh, and he, we, we, had this, we got into this conversation about fighting. Like one guy has a bat and the other one doesn't. And I'm like three years into Kung Fu. I'm like, I could step into you. And he's like, dude, if you fuck up. You're dead. You're dead. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know, bro. Like, let's try it. And he gives me the lightest swing. <laughs> and I miss. And no, no, he hits me in the arm. Mm. Or where was it? Yeah, it was like somewhere here. And I conditioned this shit. Yeah. And he, he didn't swing swing. So it was like slower and lighter. 
but it was a fucking aluminum bat. So I'm watching all these kung fu movies and thinking I could just like mm. grab it and punch him or something. Dude, it, it it nicked me. It it kissed me and I went, I'm never I, I'm an idiot. <laughs> if you would have full powered me anywhere in my body, I'd be on the floor crying like a bitch. You have weird friends, bro. <laughs> a little bit. Friends want to beat you with a bat? It was but an experiment. You know it was a controlled <laughs> experiment. You know what? It's okay. actually good that that happened because that could have happened in a real scenario. In a real situation. Well, yeah. dude, sobering is the word that you just used, yeah. and I, I just like that. I was like, oh, I'm dumb. I'm so stupid. I've been. That's why when people are like, no, it's this or that, with reality, I'm like, you don't fucking know, man. <laughs> you just think you know. That's yeah, the best that, you're gonna get. It's, Anything it's, you know is inside yeah. you. In a fight situation, that's it's when I fought with a guy who peed on my car, like. Yeah, I, I've done Muay Thai before. Fuck that guy, bro. I didn't use my legs that time. Mm. And I was like, oh, da, 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 you're going to do this and that. And we no. were talking about fighting before. You're going di- to When On the moment, adrenaline kicks in. You do what you've conditioned the most of. Yeah. So whatever is in your muscle memory conditioned is what you're going to respond to. That's, that's why I jabbed him. Because mm. you, you practice the jab a lot more yeah. times to, to, <laughs> yeah. to bring it out. So I jabbed him. Bop, bop. We have I notice I, I get into like a kung fu stance as soon as I get stressed that's, out. That's your muscle conditioning. Yeah. And it might not help, but it's like I'm I'm like I'm like I have this hey chill out mm. look and I'm also like suddenly covering my yeah. organs and my face yeah. a little like yeah. like what are we doing? Wait, what are we doing here? What's going on? I'm gonna suck in my my chi or whatever like yeah. they taught me. I thought you were gonna say I suck in my dick to the inside. That's what I so meant. like people yeah. won't that's what I call my dick attack you <laughs> kick you in the balls and <laughs> but that w- that's actually uh there's a lot of Thai video uh, not Thai videos, uh Shaolin monks that practice that. Yeah yeah, yeah. they like suck their balls it's in called or the turtle style. <laughs> it's crazy. I used to watch I'm all joking. that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but they would take on like full on kicks to their yeah, balls. Yeah I saw that. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. And they drill like carrying, they drag bricks with a rope around their balls. Yeah. We got to change the subject hard. Well, (laughs) well, let's let's take that all the way back to the surface of uh, Francis Ngannou, the heavyweight. Yeah, yeah, you're saying. Thank God. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) But like, that is the perfect example of human potential being achieved. You know, some kid. Which is inspiring, man. Yeah, man. And you have to, I think you you have to listen to these stories and 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 remind yourself. Yeah, maybe you will never be heavyweight champion. Physically, it's impossible for almost us three at least. Yeah, yeah. We can put, put on together. the weight, but to be at that body size, you have to be in the six feet plus. But to your potential, your potential is a key word. That is what you can achieve. And I lifetime. think your passions and your talents. Everybody has a different talent, yes. and it, it brings it brings everybody together. I find, and some people have the same talent, some people don't. But some people are just like they don't believe in it. They don't. They don't put it in practice. They don't. They never. They they, they sleep on it. Somewhere in their life, they gave up on themselves. Yeah. Limiting belief. Yeah. They gave Limiting up on beliefs. themselves. They they hung up their set of gloves. Yeah. And gloves is a metaphor for every, any just, practice. It's just that right now, uh, and Ganu is is a, is a, he he wanted to box. I think something like that, and and he became UFC. He said no, no, do Muay Thai or do yeah. kickboxing. But him, his case is, is fighting, which we're gonna know him a lot more because he's on TV. Mm-hmm. But some people, it might be fucking math. It might be. It yeah. might be a fucking math genius, and he's a, he just doesn't practice, and, and you know, he, we never know. And, and but that's it, and that's why you need. That's why we idolize these examples so much because it resonates deeply within us. Yeah. We all have something we're good at, something we p- maybe not even good at, something we're passionate about. Yeah, you know? yeah. I think a lot of times it does line up, but it doesn't need to. Yeah. There's some things we're just innately good at, and there's some things that we just need to chase in our lives. Mm. And a lot of times, I think there's there's going to be a lot of overlap, but mm. it doesn't need to be because you 80, 90 percent of your skill is going to be you l- teaching yourself or yeah. someone teaching you. Like that edge is genetics or predisposition, whatever the fuck you know. But it's like that's 
there's still so much, even if there isn't, like you said, I, sh- I just want to drop that whole line of thinking, your potential. Even if you suck compared to your neighbor, you are, have to do you. Sorry, mm. not sorry. Like, what else are you going to do? Mm. There's, there's, a, there's a pill of acceptance in there that you have to swallow. If you want to do a backflip, but you're like your fucking legs broken, you gotta wait. If you want to play basketball and you're and you're four foot nothing, you gotta get really good at fundamentals and shooting. And <laughs> you yeah. know, like, yeah, you know, if you want to be um, a fucking musician and you're but deaf, I, you gotta I, figure something else I, out. I think it, I think it's limiting in the point where we get older, right? With with the years, we get older you and solidify we solidify sort of. And, and at some point, ah, oh, it's too late for this. I'm never going to make because this this idea of grandiose is out there and we're, we want to be great. We want to be the greatest out there, but we, we, we don't want to put the effort. But we what is great? You know, like Rogan always says, uh, I, I'm, I'm more interested in that that story of the guy who has the shitty life and turns his life around at like 50 because he, right. he almost didn't make it. Yeah, I know my I was telling my cousin I'm I'm always been interested in psychology and he goes why don't you become a psychologist and I said some bullshit like bro Too 32 old. yeah I, I hear that talk. all the time and he goes my therapist went back at 40 and then at 50 got his PhD mm. and now he's my psychologist I mean you know God rest his soul the guy actually died of a heart attack you know no no connection Dude, hopefully that's so weird you finish what you wanted to do and then he croaks kind of thing well, but still I mean that's a fucking beautiful story yeah. and but all, the, the, all the, the sadness it's beautiful I use Margaret as an example sorry shout out to Margaret no no I, I, I like that point actually it's just it's a, it's a whole story yeah. every story every human story ends with and then I died mm-hmm. and it's beautiful that's, yeah it's, it's part not of the, it. the, the worst part of it it's part of the story it's part of the beauty of the yeah. story and look at what he'll be remembered as that story that lives on yeah. you know what he at fucking 40, 50 whatever age he was decided hey I want to go back to school He's inspiring people like you and me, man. Yeah, breaking the mold, break, breaking the box, making some holes in the box, man. I was it's talking important. about uh, this guy. I told him I went to Toyota this morning, and he's this guy talking about my sister. Oh, it's my sister's car. He, she gave me when she passed. Oh, he starts asking questions. Why she passed? Oh, that sucks. At thirty three, it was like, no, man, she lived an amazing life. She traveled all over the world. She saw the world, bro. She like, ha- she did what she had to do, and then she just left. That's mm. it. That's part of. You have to see the beauty in it. Yeah. I and think. it's there. It's fucking there. Yeah, you have a choice. You want to see the beauty or you want to fucking be miserable about what's going on? You know what I've been saying lately? I know I repeat myself a lot. Maybe you guys have heard me say it as well. but Never. The <laughs> no, I haven't heard it. Um, the door is always there, man. It might be closed, but it's never locked. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. always there oh, in your fucking head, actually. man. It's never locked. It's always fucking there. You can just walk through this door and see the good, see the beauty, <laughs> see the lesson, accept. I like that. It's always fucking there. There's no reason. That I, I, I'm a man of excuses and cop-outs. For me to talk like this, this is new, bro. This is weird. It's true, man. So I hope anyone who's listening, like, just fucking accept it, man. Don't just worry. Do it. Just do it. Did you just do it? Did you do it yet? Did you do it? Did you do it yet? Is you doing it? It's an inside joke with me. I figured. <laughs> I don't know where it came from, but... It, did you do it yet? I don't remember. Did it's just do funny. It? It's yeah. just funny to say. Did you do but it yet? What's funny about that door is that you can put that door behind hundreds of doors, but you know that that door exactly comes back to the fight you're having. It in is your a head. bit of a maze sometimes. But sure. you know, but yeah, it is. you know the door is always open. That's the best part. You can convince yourself it's closed and locked, but deeper layers of your mind and body and soul know it's always open. You know what's funny is like when you think a door is locked, you're not going to try to open it. 
So it's like there's a different like you see you, I'm sure there's experiments like that or like there's funny videos where like the guys like trying to break through the, the wall or the window or something. Then it turns out the door has been unlocked yeah. the whole time. Like it, it's it's a mentality is like um, intelligence in general, just like this the, the boxes. It's like the, it's something we rely on so much for our perception of reality, and that's why I love yoga because it's like fuck that. Fuck intelligence. And it's like, what do you mean fuck intelligence? Like, that's how we talk. That's how we this. That's, it's, it's like, yeah. But look at all this other stuff we do without intelligence. You want to be locked into this game of intelligence? Life is going to run you, bro. You're not going to run shit. Mm. You want to start breaking the mold, seeing new possibilities, like learning, growing, even when you're fucking 50? That doesn't take intelligence. Logic is a knife. You want to go around cutting everything? You're, you're, that's, you're that's going to cut yourself. Well, that too, yeah. You're going to yeah. chop everything until there's nothing left. Yeah. If you want to sew, you want to make something new, you can't do that with a knife. So you need a different thing. And that different thing is wisdom. Mm -hmm. It's knowing without being able to explain it all the time. It's knowing yeah. because you know inside. You can't put it on paper. You can't peer review it. But you're a scientist inside your body and your life. You're the ruler. You're the fucking god. You're the, you're the top authority. You're the universe, man. You are. You're a fucking god of this world inside your head. Yo. <laughs> Imagine just... <laughs> poof! Explodes. Yeah, oh, we just all die. Dude, when I had some crazy conversations, like, with uh, Jay and shit, like, when we first met, it was, like, me and Goggins and Coco and, like, all the... Like, we were having these crazy... We're stoned out of our minds having these crazy conversations. And Mark, too, actually. He's been on you. And um, I swear I felt like my fucking atoms were going to explode. Like, my mind was being blown so much that I felt my I, I was getting space mm. between my mind and my body. And I was like, Ugh! like, I was like, I had to hold on to shit. Like, it was a, it was a, it was a weird feeling. But nice. it's like, it's like the, you can, through the intellect, you can get some enlightenment. You could do yoga, you could do the postures, you could meditate, mm. you could just it's pray. It's going to make you look into, th this intelligence is going to make you look into these things. But the only, th the only way you're going to feel it is if you open up. If you don't open up, you're, not, you're never going to feel whatever the fuck it's, it's in front of you. And that, the only way to do that is to meet people at their level. Yeah. So if you're playing with the intellect, you got to go through the intellect. Mm. And that's kind of like the, what you said about going to down to the basement and, and working there. Yeah. You got to go to hell because a part of you still in it. Excuse me. There you go. <laughs> you went <laughs> to hell right there, bro. <laughs> yeah. But that's it. And all these avenues are all assistance to help you achieve the end goal the end goal of self-fulfillment, self-enlightenment, and all these things. All these avenues have to be used, you know, and, and yeah. explored. It's just scary, I Find think. what works. It's scary, yeah. too. Some people realize it, man. Some people will get, get, get cancer, and then they, fuck, I don't want to die. And then the, their life shifts. They just start doing what they love to do, and then they fucking live it's their best life. We spoke about that about Chanel right With Coco, yeah, yeah, Chanel. Sorry, I, I have her as Coco Chanel oh, yeah. in my in my. Yeah, we, we were just talking about it earlier today, like, why... Are we intrigued about her? Like, what makes it intriguing about her? And it was that is that she faced death in a sense. I she mean, it, she, it wasn't like a cancer. Like, it's still a cancer, but it wasn't like the scarier ones that are just like, like you have like a three percent chance of living. But it's still a sobering fact that hey, this can end right now. Let's take care of this kind of thing and let's fight this. She had that moment, and what comes on that? We came to this conclusion is that she has a new, renewed appreciation for more for her mortality, her life, and realizing that this is a moment yeah and now that's why we connect with stories and people like that so well all of us do is because they kind of get a glimpse 
a glimpse of the other side of the glimpse of the afterlife. I think they have a glimpse of what's what's this what they don't want. Mm. What we all are afraid of and what we don't which want. Which is you don't want to die. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to be immortal, right? And we kind of peek well, at them like, yeah, yeah, but we peek at them like, what happened? Like, what's this insight? What do you mm-hmm. feel? You a know? glimpse of the but glimpse. That, that's a realization when that mm-hmm. happens. That I'm guessing I, I wouldn't know uh, Chanel if what she went through, but just I had a health issue before I came in uh, from Iqaluit, and it fucking made me like think, bro. It made me think, whoa, mm. what the fuck? And if it would have been more serious than that, I would have... I, I could probably understand her, her train of thought yeah. of, dude, I want to change my life completely. I want to be a different person. I'm not happy. Yeah. I think these people need, uh, uh, these people, people who go through these, these situations need the, these situations to make them realize that they're not happy, right? So, yeah. and these some, probably because they don't have the, and I'm not meaning to criticize, but they m- might not have the emotional intelligence to, to deal with it. Emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence is is an intelligence that mm. people, some people have, and some people just don't. And then, and like, kind of full circle to what we were talking about at yeah. the beginning. Like, you've got to go through the darkness and meet yourself, and and that is emotional intelligence. Seeing yeah. like how how strong you actually are. You have to like like you have to get like crushed essentially, yeah. and be like, oh, I'm still here. Like, okay, I had I had a moment, mm. or days, weeks, months, years, maybe, where I just needed to be like what the fuck is going on but you know that that time g- gets shorter you start meeting yourself you start knowing what you, what you're capable of you start finding yourself faster and honestly in in the spirit of acceptance all of that might not mean shit one day and you just meet some new f- side of yourself you get into some new scenario and you're fucked <laughs> forever for the rest no, of your I life I think Who you're going to be you're going to be faced to face again to yourself if that happens, and you're going to be faced to a new challenge, and it depends how you look new at challenge. it. But is it's this like a new challenge? Am I going to put in my dark trip, glasses, yeah. or am I going to put in my pink, beautiful, colored glasses? As long or as you're alive, glasses. you're able to overcome. That's what I'm realizing. That's, d- that's dope. I love that. Yeah, I just well, realized that. As long like I didn't catch I, that, you're sorry. still breathing. As long as you're alive, you're able to overcome. Yeah. Anything. There's always choice. Mm-hmm. There's always choice, and that's really hard for people to hear because they might be in the midst of feeling like they don't have choice for a very good reason. And you so don't we, well, no, no one's taking that away from you. Mm-hmm. You need to. You need. S- we're humans. You got to take a knee sometimes. Yeah. Without it, you don't have the choice sometimes. But we're saying you ca- you do, you, but you have to realize you do. Mm. And it's not about changing your circumstances. Sometimes it's about changing how you're responding to the circumstances. Yes. Most of the time, to be honest. And that might be that might sound like a cop out because it's like no I want to change my circumstances I want a better life quote unquote but if that's not possible you're living in a fucking dream your shit's not just going to change because you want it to maybe it can maybe there's some I magic manifest shit I think no, I think to think of of it's uh, the change. first step what we spent it yeah, yeah yeah it's the first step the the, the sorry to cut you off but it's that's the visualization like we said in the beginning of the podcast about like the secret and visualizing that change. Then the action that's involved to get you know to that change. I, m- I met people w- when I went over there. I met uh, a person which I re- respect very much. This guy, w- he was, he he again remind all, all these people I m- I met remind me of a facade of me that I had or I or I had, and I kind of r- want to relate to that. And he was very like snappy. He was very uh, defensive. Very uh, not insecure. Uh, when s- uh, someone tells you something, you you take it. Defensively, you know what I mean? Yeah, like a defensive. reactive or defensive. Reactive, yeah. yeah. Uh, On edge kind of thing. Mm. And he would remind me of that, but he's trying to be a better person. 
he's trying to and i see it through his facebook posts he's posting a lot more positive uh things and and i was taught he was one of the good friends with room 11 one of my good friends and I w- we would have this talk about him and would say like no man this guy like he's trying at least he's trying and i would I, w- I told him directly to his face i said like dude I, I can see you try to be positive, but you're still stuck in your mm. in your old self, and you're trying to get out of the, your new shell. It's gonna, but this is the first start. This mm. is the the process. You go through those calling. little stupid posts, mm. and I went through that. I've seen people go through that, mm. and I see that they're trying at least. It's to a start. It's a start, man, yeah. and I respect that because I've been through it. Because it's also that's doing is re rewriting your thought process exactly. You know? Because the negative, I th- fuck, I wish I remembered the exact numbers, but I think if something as ridiculous as, I think we go through like, it was either four or 20,000, so it's a big change, but we go through those per mm. day of negative thoughts. So whether it was 4,000 or 20,000, I think four sounds more realistic, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was 20. But it's just, that's what's going through your head. Yeah. So these these little posts, and it's like we spoke with Mathieu, like having Buddha on the wall is a symbol symbol of peace and tranquility and equanimity. Oh, and I'm getting one statue. So having these things, posting those little quotes on Facebook, they break the patterns, those cycles. Yes, having Buddha here, they are little reminders that break your cycle of getting stuck in those thought processes. Yeah. Because you even see that for a second, your mind registers. And recognize it. If it didn't recognize it, I would have to look at it and try to figure out what it is. So I know Buddha represents that. So you're just by having these symbols, you're changing your thought process. Roger, again, yeah. You know? That's one thing that, that I missed. Symbolism. And I, I was just in a social, mm. such a social, uh, ha- I had to show, and I would have this, I'm not going to call him Room 11. His name is Sebastian. He's a cool <laughs> guy. So, <laughs> and I would have these talks with him, these deep talks, and we would be able to, to come to conclusions that yes, uh, at work you're a different person, right? So mm. I would be in these social events where I would have to put a mask and be this fucking asshole. But I would look at him from far, and I would go like this, mm. and then he would start laughing and says, "I got you, bro. <laughs> like I understand what you did." What? Yeah, <laughs> you know, oh, you know yeah. the song. Mask off, mask off, mask off. <laughs> So yeah, we we're yeah. in this c- social construct, and like I said before, it's not with everybody that you want to open up, and not in front of everybody as well that you want to open up. Yeah, I mean, and these are all like you're never truly yourself. Yeah. There's always new versions of yourself, and it, the adaptability, but the core should be solid enough for you to yes. feel. I agree that, and you know what? Yeah. I agree as well that different people around you bring out different energies in you. That's it. So, and and some people, I'm a very uh, I'm a very o- open person as to wh- who I am normally, mm. but when different people arrive around me, I become I, I realize that about myself. I become different with these guys. When I chill with Jay and 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 Sammy and, and yesterday with Coco, we become fuck. I start cracking jokes. We we mm. dude, we become comedians in my head, and they bring out intelligence. I I yeah. I looked at Coco. You didn't see me. And I looked at Coco and I said, dude, these guys. And I looked at him because they just talk intelligently. Mm. And that's what I love about it. When I'm with you, it's different. We mm. can talk body because you know more about uh, mm. wrestling, martial arts. I, I had a question, by the way, about my... Oh, yeah, I forgot. Just yeah. remind me after. <laughs> but yeah. like, uh, and it's spiritual as well. You have that spiritual side. We, you, you love music. Mm. I mean, I, I, can, I teach music sometimes when I can. And, you know, yeah. we have this side and we have a different energy. When I sit down here and with you guys... It's a complete and en- different energy, and you mm-hmm. guys bring out that 
that openness, that social, that spiritual side of me, which mm-hmm. I didn't have over there when I worked. These people will probably, some people, yes, because I was very sometimes direct with them and very open. Yeah. But some will never see that side of me. And that's, that's perfectly fine because different people bring out different energies. And that's who you choose to allow into your life. Yeah. Is so crucial and important because as you get older, you become more receptive, especially if you're down this path of inquiring inwards. Mm. Then your surroundings have a bigger effect because now you're aware of them. So I actually have a question about that because mm. I, I mean, like I, I needed to move out. You know, like that's been a theme. You know, and I, now that I have, I see the importance in it, and I'm, I'm wondering if like I, you gain some kind of, uh, if there's some kind of crossover effect where like. I've learned something in that environment that I can maybe take, w- I can I can maintain maybe if I go back home or if I something like I'm, I'm I don't want to I don't have an interest to or maybe I'm just not there yet, but I wonder if it's like like this energy from other people is there like how much choice is there in how you deal with that you know like we're talking about choice the whole time in the podcast it, like is it just wind and you got to sail and if you aim it right you can go where you want to go kind of thing I think so but you got to know what you're doing there you're right? still aiming right you got to know how to sail. Places. Maybe it's just a box. Maybe as long as you know you can, you don't have to take that shit in. Like you said, you got to know how to sail your own boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Once that's you to know, know your own boat. You know every crevasse, every nail. Knowing how to sail is great, but then there's sometimes external factors, storms that take you on a different current, let's say. Yeah. So understanding how to sail, will, will whatever the environment is, you'll be able to navigate, you know? Yeah, there's this, uh, I don't know the exact quote, but it was uh, the character uh, Abed in Community. And he said, like, when, when you know yourself, you're not afraid to, like, change the, the parts of you that don't matter. Mm. Uh, and it's like, it's like the, it, was, it was really deep in the context of the episode because people were, they were worried that he was changing himself for other people. And he's like, I'm the shit. I'm, I got confidence coming out my ass. Like, I don't, uh, these parts of me that I'm manipulating, are, are, it's like entertaining for me. The real shit, I'm, I, no, I can't change even if I wanted to. And I know that. I know what that is, and I love that part of me. So let's just have at her. Let's just have fun uh, no matter what. It's all good. And it's like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. I think as a musician, you don't have a choice, really. You're open. You're, you're, you're letting yourself, like, kind of open and vulnerable. A performer. Like, yeah, you have to Specifically, yeah, yeah. If, if you don't, you will never have the energy to captivate people. That's yeah. that's the important thing. If if you're performing yeah. on, and I wanted with this song that I built, like I was I was I was kind of uh, working towards how am I gonna captivate people? Because I've 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 sang in front of people and I w- didn't never realize that at some point I realized these people are not listening to me. Mm. Why? Mm. Then I go see my friend who's the manager over there, and he, dude, you uh, start working some theories like you, dude, you got to put the light on me because I saw a Ray Charles movie where they like he's he's trying to sing and everybody's talking, and then he they shut down the light and they put the light on Ray Charles, and then everybody went quiet, and then he said like, what happened? Everybody went quiet. Oh, I just did this and put the light on you, mm. and then everybody, it's an old trick I learned. It's oh, that's perfect. So I said, ah, oh, I'm gonna try that. I went to see my friend. I said, dude, uh, try, uh, you know, when I'm going to sing, you know, put the light on me, close all the lights around, and, you know, just put the focus on me so people are going to listen. He says, no, I'm not going to do that. I said, why? I said, no. You have to captivate them. Mm. You have to shut them up. And dude, I said, wow. I said, that's the trick. So now I was trying, I was building this song, I was creating this song, and I want to build something to build the energy 
and to be so annoying while building that energy that people will just what the fuck is this and just turn around what the and then they would mm. look at me on stage and when I would have everybody's energy in captivity boom I would start this song you're just like playing with knobs and shit and like like no, literally being annoying no 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 I would just go tom, 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 do the same rhythm oh and they go what the tom, fuck tom, 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 tom. I mean we're it's a good segue you wanna, you wanna fucking segue. do it yeah when yeah, did you have when did you have something you said well, yeah 430 it'll be okay okay we got time yeah yeah, that's a great segue. Uh, Let's do it. Let's put that song up All for right. everyone to hear. Play that funky music, white boy. Yeah, we'll chop it.
use whatever you don't like about yourself. Yeah, he's gonna use it just so he can play in your hand. Oh, he's watching you. Watching you. Thanks.